1: Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad
2: deals. First caller?
3: I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth
2: free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange.
4: Ooh, you got burned. Next caller.
0: Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
2: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
7: Yes, sir! Welcome in! I love it! I love it! Dude, I am so excited, Chris Broussard.
8: Man, I got to give you props. The audience won't know yet, but you came up with that intro, and I love it. Man. I love it. Great job. I know you're a huge fan of the Odd Couple. Yes. And, uh, you know, this this is great, man. I'm excited. Um, We are indeed the Odd
7: Couple. We are. Rob Parker, Chris Broussard, and, of course, our crew, Producer Lee, Alex, and David Gascon with the updates on this Sunday. We'll be here every Sunday from uh, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. And uh, Chris, you know, we've known each other for a long time, and we've worked together on television on a couple of uh, networks, right? And uh, first time we're really working side-by-side on a show together, and uh, I'm excited. I've been doing radio for a long time, but I'm really excited about this show and what we can get accomplished.
8: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Good contrast in styles. Uh, As I said in the intro, you are a baseball guy at heart. I'm a basketball guy at heart, and uh, you've been even somewhat, people might not know, somewhat of a mentor to me and really the guys of my generation, Stephen A. Smith and others like that, Michael Smith, um, you know, you kind of right in between those pioneers of African American right. sports writers, and then my generation. So uh, it's an honor to be on with you, man. Uh, I will, because I have so much respect for you. I will endure your corny jokes <laughs> and your your sitcom uh, songs and that all you that. Play. <laughs> but you know what? I'll say this
7: too, and 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 uh, some people have always said that that's the part is the uh, ultimate respect for each other because we both know where we've come from, what we've had to do. and even if we disagree or argue or whatever, we both have a lot of respect for each other and I think that's what makes it even more fun. And today the debut show of the odd couple right here on Fox Sports Radio, Chris, as you know we have a uh, po- a power pack show. We're gonna talk to our former Georgia Tech coach and current Clipper Scout Paul Hewitt. he'll join us on the program. Also, comedian and actor Tracy Morgan, who's got a new TV show, and uh, he's a big NBA fan. He'll talk about that. Also, another guy we both know well, Bill Plaschke, a longtime columnist at the uh, Sports columnist at the L. A. Times, friend of mine, used to cover baseball with him back in the early nineties. So we have that. We got the NCAA tournament. We have NBA. Baseball season starts on Thursday, Chris. I and and one last thing. If you want to get in and you want to talk to us on our debut show, call up our telephone number is eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. If you want to talk about what we're talking about, if you just want to call or wish us a great uh, uh, debut and, and uh, new show, that's all that's also well, and you can just check in with us. But we're excited and uh, so much to do, Chris.
8: Yeah, some great guests, uh, Paul Hewitt, you know, now a Clipper scout, so he knows the NBA and college basketball to talk about what's going on with the NCAA. And Tracy Morgan, man, look, his new show looks good.
7: Yeah. I'm excited. The last OG. Yep, on TBS, yeah. so he can sit on that. I think that yeah. debuts in April, coming up. Yeah, so he's
8: a Hoop fan, huh? We'll we'll see what he knows about the NBA.
7: A- absolutely. So we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, Team minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Hit me with the uh, college basketball NCA. What, what are you taking away? Are you enjoying this, Chris, or is it a little off-center?
8: Nah, I'm very much enjoying it. You know, I mean, who doesn't like upsets? You know, and I, I actually think we have the best of both worlds because in Villanova, which was my pick at the beginning to win the whole thing, you have We're a blue not that blood. odd then. We
7: both picked uh, Villanova. You picked Villanova I did
8: too. <laughs> They're a blue blood, you right. know, and that's what you want some of those in the final four. But to have some blue bloods and whoever wins this game today, Duke and Kansas, it's either one is a traditional power. So you're going to have two of those, and then you got this – Feel good Cinderella story. Who can't be excited about Sister Jean and, and Loyola Chicago and what they're doing? And um, I, I think it's the best of both worlds. I got to be honest, an eleven seed in it, and uh, and then traditional powers. What more would you want?
7: No, I get I get that. I still think that as much as people like to, you know, make the Cinderella story and they love it, I still think that they want the blue bloods to win and they want them in the big game. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, just how it plays out and where people are. And if we have, if we get back to that, and it is just one of the uh, usual suspects winning the championship, really how much different has it been or or is it? Because I still believe, Chris, the only way I'm going to buy into this whole idea that anybody has a chance and things have changed in the NCAA and there's a shift, is when one of those schools wins the national championship. So you don't believe things have changed. You don't I believe don't, this I, is a new really. I, I really don't. I just I, think I think that yeah, we've seen some upsets and some schools have gone down and and whatnot. But I still believe that a blue blood will win the national championship regardless. Well, that might be the
8: case. I mean, obviously, you'd favor, you know, Duke or Villanova over whoever wins between Michigan and and Loyola, especially if it's Loyola. But uh, I think we definitely have entered a new era. And it's been coming, but this year I think we saw it at its greatest level. Obviously you had UMBC, the 16th seed, beating the number one seed, Virginia, for the first time in NCAA history. That's one thing. Now that's good. But look at how many back 11s. On that. What do we have? Two 11s, two 9s, and two 7 seeds in the Sweet 16. I, look, here's why I believe that we've entered a new era. The best talent, the blue-chip talent in the tournament is freshmen, okay? They've got half of their attention on the NBA, and their teammates know it, and they really don't have enough time to mesh in, in a, at a great level with their teammates. So the, the best talents are on teams that aren't that great. They just got a lot of talent. And then the best teams – tend to be made up of juniors, seniors, some sophomores, most of whom aren't NBA-level talent level talent. And so the gap between the best teams and the worst teams in the tournament who are typically the mid-majors, it's not that big. It's, it's smaller than it's ever been. I think in the next few years, we may see another 16 upset over a one. I, I think what we're seeing this year is going to become the new normal where these mid-majors with juniors and seniors who, you know, all they have is college basketball. They're not going pro. I think they're going to be beating some of these big teams that have great freshmen who are going to be lottery picks and things like that. So I definitely think we've entered a new era. And it won't – I don't know if it will be this year, but soon I think a mid-major is going to take the whole thing.
7: Well, until I'll wait for that moment.
8: Because but you I, waiting
7: for just that one. So, yeah, so, because the, the other mean, stuff what, doesn't mid, matter. What if, what,
8: what if like we've seven seen, of the final, you know, ten teams are mid majors or
7: small programs. You, that's not going to convince you. No, that we've we saw George. Then we win didn't, didn't we see George Mason and, and Butler. We've seen mid majors get to the championship. That is no big deal. It's about well, that's, winning. That's why well, I, I say I, it's starting to change. But it's got they got to win. I, I, you, not, you were, I'll believe it when they beat a blue board. I'll believe how many? It. How
8: close did do our Butler came as did close win, as possible? Did they win, Chris? Did they win? I mean, come on, man! Uh, but did they you're, win? Th- look, you Chris, gotta actually tell me. Yes it's or no. a one and done. Anything can happen. To, okay, y- but your, they didn't win. That attitude is like saying that Case State, Kansas State, is now a better program than Kentucky, because or or even a better team than Kentucky this no, year because they won that. that one game.
7: I didn't say that. All I'm saying is what you're talking about. We've seen. Already, with mid-majors getting there, all I'm saying is I'll believe a real change has happened when one of those schools finally break through, just like you just saw the 16 against one. So when I see one, then I'll believe that there really is a shift. Until I see one of those schools beat the Blue Bloods, I'm not buying into it yet. 20 years ago,
8: were we seeing mid-majors get to the final eight, the final four, consistently? No. No. So we've already – we may not have had the ultimate shift that you're looking for with a champion. That's all I'm saying. But we've seen – I mean, it has shifted. Because 20, 30 years ago, you had to be essentially a major power to get to that
7: Final Four. But I'll say this. Ultimately, I will always take the big school with the NBA players on the roster in a big game. I'll always take those guys. And I'll just believe it when a mid-major without any NBA players is going to take down a team that has two or three NBA players in a big game on a big stage. I'll, I'll well, just—I believe it's, it when I see it. It's happened this year. No, I'm talking about for the championship. At the for championship. All the marbles. Yes. Well,
8: I—you I, know what? Look, I picked Villanova, but just to turn you in the right
7: direction. Oh, you're trying to help now me now? Is I'm this therapy? I'm pulling for Loyola
8: to help you. Yes. Now I'm pulling for Loyola.
7: <laughs> now, right. And
8: by the way, interesting, I, I do have a reason to pull for Loyola. Did you see the game uh, the other night, and they were showing Jerry Harkness, who played on the 1963 Loyola champion? Yes. That was the what they started for, black players, which was the first time in NCAA history. I grew up with his family. He actually coached me. He was one of my first basketball coaches. He coached me in fifth and sixth grade. Really? Really? Yeah, and we knew, you know, our families were great friends when I lived in Indianapolis. Obviously, used to play for the Pacers uh, when they were in the ABA. So, yeah, Mr. Harkness, we go way back. It was great to see him. He looks great. He was actually a pretty good basketball coach, too. Was he? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was in fifth grade. He, uh, he he. I guess I'll give him credit for uh, the little bit of basketball skill that I did accumulate over my life.
7: No, but you always remember coaches and whatnot and the impact. The coaching is very, very uh, important, and uh, most people remember. I, I coached Little League Baseball in the Little League I used to play in, and the, kid, the guys now are in their 30s. And I'll tell you, every time they see me or whatever, they still call me coach to this day. You know what I mean? That's that's what they (laughs) know me as.
8: Yep. To this day. Coach, little league, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, your coaches really do make an impact. There's no question about it. And uh, you're
7: right. We remember all those guys. Absolutely. All right, coming up next on The Odd Couple with Chris Boussard and Rob Parker, your chance to chime in. Are you loving the NCAA tournament? Do you believe that a mid-major will be the last standing when it's all over, or will this just be business as usual? Telephone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. It is The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's The Odd Couple, Chris Broussard, Rob Parker on Fox Sports Radio, and we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Halftime is over, and uh, Kansas is currently leading Duke Thirty-nine, thirty-seven, with about eighteen minutes to play. We'll keep you updated on that. Also coming up soon, we're going to talk with uh, former Georgia Tech basketball coach Paul Hewitt, who's a scout with the uh, L.A. Clippers. So that and much more. And Chris, as we head closer to uh, finaling the finalizing the Final Four, would it, would it be great if a mid-major won the uh, championship? Would that be the ultimate?
8: I think it'd be fantastic. I would love it. Look, college basketball is not and has not been for a long time what it was when you and I were growing up. The level of play is not what it was because the best college-age players are now in the NBA. Uh, So to see a mid-major win it, it it would just tell everyone that, look, it's wide open. The tournament is wide open. Uh, Some of these mid-major programs need to get more respect than they've gotten historically, especially in this day and age where, as I said, the better players at this age are now in the NBA. So I don't think there's as big of a difference between a Loyola Chicago and a Duke. There's a difference. Don't get me wrong. There's a big difference, but not nearly as big as it used to be.
7: I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. But I still – and I don't – I would – it would be interesting to see how it plays out, how people would react to it. Uh, I think it would be a nice touch. But ultimately I think people do love the blue bloods and the big programs. So it would be interesting. What about uh if you had a situation yeah, no, I, I think I think it would I think people would uh probably root like heck for the underdog if they're playing oh yeah uh, you know, one of the big boys.
8: If if they're playing whoever it is, villain over Duke or Kansas, if Loyola gets there, right, I would think most the overwhelming majority of the country outside of those whatever school they're playing would we'll be rooting for Loyola.
7: I, I agree with that. All right, I'll telephone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox and Chris we got a boatload of people. Either wanna congratulate us on the show or we'll talk about the mid majors. So let's get it kicked off with uh, Joe from South Carolina. You're on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Joe?
9: Hey Chris and Rob. Um just wanted to tell you guys, I'm in I work in sales, so I'm in my car most of the day and I listen to Fox pretty much exclusively. And um heard both of you guys, you know, as guests on uh, mainly uh, Colin Cowherd's show. And every time I would hear Rob, I'd be like, man, this guy needs his own show. He's, he's good, <laughs> he's entertaining. And then Chris, you, that Pat Stadford crap would crack me up.
7: That's me, uh-huh. Rob, with the staff <laughs> pattern, right? Hey, Rob, yeah, well, I'm,
8: i right, I'm, right. I'm, 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 I'm uh, Rob. Who? This is your, your like neighbor? No, or, it's not a joke you know, One of South your boys from, from Connecticut State, or no, you go? not where, at all, where, Southern, Connecticut, Connecticut, Southern, Southern Connecticut, Southern Connecticut State. Yeah, is that who this? For, is? Come on,
7: Nah, go ahead, Joe.
8: Every time so I'm on with Rob, he got guys calling up saying <laughs> how great he is.
9: <laughs> well, I get in, my I'm watching the Duke game, and I'm and halftime hits, and I'm like, I gotta go grab a pizza. And I get in and I hear the Odd Couple playing, and I'm like, "What? What? What's this, man? You know?" And then you guys are talking about your new show, and I, I was like, "I'm gonna." As soon as you said the number, I was like, "I'm gonna be the first caller." Well, because Joe, I've been, I've been you been
7: are. On this. Well, we appreciate that, Joe. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so you, much. Yes, you really. are the first caller. Absolutely. I wish we had a prize to give you. No prize yet. Down yeah. the road. <laughs> Down the road, Joe. Stay tuned. That's right. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. What about Richard in West Virginia? You're on Fox Sports Radio's The Odd Couple's here. The Odd Couple. Uh let's see.
10: There should, used to be a show called The Odd Couple. What the heck
8: was that? It was uh It was I I, it was it was uh Oscar and Felix. That's one, right. Oscar was a sports writer, Felix. What was Felix? The photographer's occupation He was a photographer. Yeah, yeah. I'm Oscar and Rob's Felix. There you go. I knew He's that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> that's been so long ago I
7: can't
10: even remember who they were. But as far as it goes, I mean I've heard you guys on before with uh different people, and I mean, I always thought you were good. I thought you were entertaining. I can't remember. I think it was Rob, you would always argue, uh, because I always like your point of view, and it's just something, I mean, I think it's going to be a good day, but show, and uh, I think it will go on for a good while. Well, but thank I you. This, as I've heard other hosts, you were just mentioning, where you were talking about Loyola or Chicago playing Duke. To me, I don't know which one of you said that, That's an ideal matchup for me. And who would I be rooting for? Barola. Simply because what do they call her, Sister Jesus or something? Uh, Sister
7: Jean.
8: Sister Jean, yeah. 98-year-old nun. 98-year-old
10: nun. It's just a very entertaining (laughs) – they are a good team. And I actually think they can beat Duke. But it just is an entertaining game. I mean, Duke and Michigan be okay. Duke, you know, I don't know if they can play Villanova or whoever. I mean, those are just. It'd be good games, but do, any the hosts were saying that this would be a, night, a ratings nightmare. No way. I think it'd be a ratings
7: oh, triumph All right, Richard. I thanks agree. for calling it, Fox Sports Radio. Great. Did you um? Did you ever go to Catholic schools, Rob? No, I did not.
8: That's another odd thing about it because I went to Catholic schools from second grade through high school, so I encountered a lot of nuns. Right. And uh, Sister Jean, from what I see, is one of the nicer ones I've encountered. <laughs> there you, you were had some, some mean, rough some mean uh, nuns. Oh yeah! Now there were some nice ones too. There were some. Did you get paddled and all that? Well, I <sharp> got paddled in first grade in public school. You remember they used to be able to paddle you in public school. But well, you a bad think, kid,
7: man! I never I, got paddled in public school.
8: Oh yeah, first grade. I remember. I still remember vividly getting paddled by the teacher, uh, in first grade. I never got paddled, I don't believe yeah I might have got paddled by some nuns. But it was some nuns that were rough. And some sh- sweet ones and some rough
7: ones. And it shows up on you, you know, you being light skinned and all. <laughs> oh yeah, it showed up okay, for real. I bet it. When did. I pledged
8: my fraternity, my nickname was State's Evidence. Yeah, I bet
7: it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That's funny. You Pitch me and it's 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 red That's, and bleeding and all that. And all so, that. 877 99 Fox. Hey, what about Rod in Louisiana? You're on Fox Sports Radio.
11: Hey, what's going on, guys? Congratulations on your show. I'm a big fan of both of y'all. Thank uh, you, especially you, Chris, being you know Louisiana boy like myself.
8: Oh, what part uh, of Louisiana?
11: I'm in I'm in North Louisiana. I'm in Shreveport, but I've lived all over.
8: Okay, cool. I got uh, people in Opelousas, Lake Charles, yeah, Lafayette, I, I, Baton Rouge, all that.
11: Oh yeah, you know it ain't that big, guys. Like I said, I, I've been a fan of you guys from whatever network you've been on. Uh, I do have a question for you guys. Uh it it came up the other day. Somebody mentioned they updated the fiftieth greatest players list. And right now, as it's saying, would you have Camelo Anthony on that list?
7: Mm, no That's way, really no how. <laughs> Come on. Top fifty? No. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You look at some of the people that
8: made the top fifty last time. Paul Arizon and I look, errors are errors. So it's hard to take out some of those guys from that era, but uh, top 50, probably not. I, I think what's going to happen, because remember, when they they made the top 50 team, that was in the 50th year of the NBA. It was right. 1996, 97. So what's the 75th anniversary? Whatever that'll be, maybe 2022 or something like that. I'm, my assumption is that they will come up with a top 75 team of all time. Mellow uh Melo is what like 19th or something on the all-time scoring list so he may get on he's not a guarantee he's probably not he's not top 50 uh because there are a lot of players of this era I would right? that, well like that's, that that's my point right yeah. is, is that I don't, probably, I don't he's not top 50 but he's I, he might have a shot at top 75
7: yeah I just don't see it uh 87799 on Fox what about Wanda in New Jersey you're on Fox Sports radio
12: i to congratulate Mr. Rob Parker and Chris
5: Broussard on this show. I'm loving it. Loving what Thank you, marriage.
8: Rhonda. Yes. What part of Jersey you, are you in? What exit? I'm
5: in Orange, off the Oranges,
8: oh. the 280 exit. Yeah, I, my home is in South, I have a home in South Orange. Oh, that's
12: my so neighbor. So we're neighbors.
8: Yeah, we're neighbors. <laughs>
12: we're yes. neighbors. All right. Actually, I remember the, the the odd couple long time ago, but um, this sounds like the
5: millennials L- odd couple.
7: There like, we I guess go. The, well, the I'm a millennial. millennial. I'm a
8: millennial. Rob is is semi-retired. Retired. Is that <laughs> it? <laughs> baby boomer. You a baby? I'm boomer? I'm a baby boomer. I was born are of- you? You yeah. are a baby
7: boomer. It's up to bo- you, you had to be born up until 1964. That's baby boomer. So. What was the next one? What was after Baby I don't movies? know. Was that the I mean, I just say the hip-hop
8: generation. Yeah, maybe. I think that's what my generation, but I don't think that's the official name.
7: Hey, hey Wanda, thanks for calling Fox Sports Radio. We appreciate it. We can squeeze one more way in. What about Dwayne from Detroit? You're on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Dwayne?
13: Hey, what's up, Chris? What's up, Rob? You know, Rob. Obviously, you know me from back in the day. You know the old radio. Dwayne, days. what's happening? Yes. That's right,
8: Dwayne knew from it. the old days. I knew it. Dwayne, he, look, everybody that's called in. No, has been from the stop old days it. You, <laughs> he sent out text. No, <laughs> uh, call up and give me props on my new radio show. <laughs> <laughs> go hey, ahead and say, Dwayne, Dwayne. Go ahead and read your read your part. <laughs> Rob is like phenomenal. <laughs> I can't believe you just getting a show, but it's about time and show (laughs) him.
13: No, it was great to hear you guys. You know, he's back on the radio. And Chris, you know, I'm a big avid fan of yours. And, uh, you know, uh, Rob, you know, you've been hearing my opinions for years and years. And obviously, you know, you're in Hollywood now. So you definitely got to get that sitcom. We've been talking about this for about 10 years. That's right. I know you got (laughs) to get up on that. But, um, and the next generation you are talking about is Generation X, and a member of Generation
7: X. Generation X, that's right. Yeah, we're but, X. Okay, X.
13: But, um, you know, with the, the NCAA uh, tournament, I'm ob- obviously, I'm actually watching as we speak. I'm um, an avid fan, as Rob already knows. And, you know, the University of Michigan is, you know, well on their way to San Antonio. I'm a, you know, proud, of, you know, Michigan alum. So, you know, hopefully, ah. and, you know, I know, we could get to the title game and we have our shots at the title. You know, we're going to have to. And this magic carpet ride for Loyola and, uh, you know, sister, uh, mean gene Loyola, as you know, <laughs> I coined her. But, um, you know, definitely I'm enjoying the uh, the festivities with the uh, NCAA tournament. Is there a seat change? Probably not totally, but, you know, with uh, the upsets, there's an option. Offs- that's an offshoot to uh, the one and done area. You know, teams not yeah. necessarily staying long and meshing. But uh, as it stands right now, I'm enjoying it, and hopefully, uh, you know, U of M can prevail in the end. Go
7: Blue. All right, Dwayne, we appreciate you. Thanks for calling in on Fox Sports Radio.
8: I like that. Cause I'm torn. Cause I, I mentioned my connection to Loyola and Jerry Harkness, but my daughter goes to Michigan. Right. So I've been texting with her during the tournament. I'm I'm you know, I gotta I I think I gotta root for the the maze in blue. They're taking all your money, you better root for them. Right, you're right about that. My goodness. Come, I I, college expenses have to slow
7: down. They do. It's Coming up next, crazy. we're gonna talk to uh, Paul Hewitt the former Georgia uh, Tech uh, basketball coach. But first, let's find out what's trending with uh, David Gascon, our man.
2: Guys, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing what's good. What's happening? When you guys came on the air, I started to click on some highlights, like on YouTube, of all the president's men just for some good reason. I got both you guys being sports writers and all from way back in the day to where you guys are at now. So, yes. congratulations. Well, thank, thank you.
8: Thank you. Do you remember the odd couple? You probably uh, no, too young.
2: I, no, I do not. But I do have a script prepared that Rob forced me to read on air. <laughs> congratulating him, saying how great he is. No, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just You're
8: one lie. of like fifteen people that's gonna get on the radio today and say something yeah, about he, 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 something uh, sweet about Rob Parker. Yeah, he bribed me in
2: lead to uh you know, he's like, I'll get you guys some Opoyo Loco. Just gotta say a couple of nice words for you real quick. So I'm all right. Congratulations though, in all seriousness. Uh NCAA tournament continues this afternoon into the nighttime in Kansas. Leading Duke right now just by four. It's 48 to 44, about 14 minutes to go in the second half of that affair out of the Midwest region. Earlier on today, Villanova, Texas Tech.
1: That is it for the second time in three years. The national champions in 2016 will go to the final four in 2018. The final score of Villanova, 71, and Texas Tech.
2: And that call, courtesy of Westwood One, just got word too for the game next week on Saturday, March the 31st. Lila, Chicago, and Michigan. Tip-off time is at 6:09 Eastern. It's so going to be a lot of day drinking out here on the West Coast for the faithful that are from Chicago, and obviously you got the nightcap with Villanova and the winner of Kansas and Duke. Switching gears real quick to the NBA. Four seconds remaining. Here's Muhammad to Jennings. Three-pointer at the buzzer. Bango! For Brandon. And the Bucs will take a 13-point lead to the fourth quarter. And at Bucks Radio Network—they beat the Spurs and snapped their six-game winning streak. 106 to 103. Giannis and had 25 points and 10 rebounds in the victory. Eric Bledsoe had 23 and 9 of 15 from the field. Earlier on today, LeBron James with 37 and 10. Kevin Love with Kevin Love with 20 and 15. Cavaliers beat the Nets by seven, 121 to 114. Pacers are up by four over Miami, make that six at 73-67. to 67. Later on tonight, Rockets have an eight-game winning streak that goes on the line against Atlanta. No Chris Paul in that matchup this evening. And one note in the National Hockey League, in overtime, Penguins beat the Flyers 5-4. Sidney Crosby with a goal and one assist. Gentlemen, the quarter's yours.
7: Thank you, Mr. Gascon. Appreciate it. And I want to say thank you for coming this past week, Chris David came in and talked to my class at uh, USC. Oh wow! And he was tremendous. They 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 loved him. I mean, he was really compelling. Talked about his career and how he got to where he is. It was really good. I, I appreciated Dave.
2: It was flattering. I I told you there. I felt like I should go back to school and get a PhD because Anberg School of Communications with USC they do a ton of good things there. And yeah, the students were all engaged. It was it was. It was fantastic. It was so That's great.
7: Yep. That's thanks great. so much. All right, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. We welcome in now to the odd couple with Chris Boussard, Rob Parker, a friend of mine and a former basketball, hey, basketball coach at uh, Georgia Tech and current uh, Los Angeles Lakers a Los Angeles Clippers scout, Mr. Paul Hewitt, and Paul, welcome to the program. Uh, I, thank
4: you for having me. I'm telling you what, Rob, you come a long way since ps One Sixteen. Man, you're teaching classes at USC now. Huh? I, I know, <laughs> and Chris, just just to,
7: just to be able to let you know, we went to the same elementary and junior high school. In wow. uh, Jamaica, Queens, New York. Yep. We the you guys here same... together? Yes. We're, oh, the same wow. ma- we're the same age. So
8: you guys go back like many, many years. I won't say how many, but many, many years. Many years. Absolutely. Wow, yeah. that's great. Should be, he should be my brother in law, but
4: that's another yeah, story. That yeah, that is uh-oh. another story. That
14: is
8: another
7: story. Absolutely, Paul. You know what? You're right about that.
8: <laughs> well, Paul, uh Rob knows this. My wife's from Rochdale Village. And, so you Is that right? Okay. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. So we
7: are connected to that area. And 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 they uh, got married at the Triangle Church at Linden and Merrick right
8: there. Oh
7: wow, I yeah. Know.
11: Bring back memories now.
7: Absolutely. Yeah. So, so tell us about the NCAA tournament. Is there a shakeup going on? What has been so uh, shocking or surprising to you uh, so far? You know, obviously, you know,
4: Virginia going out in the first round was a, was a shocker. But, you know, the, the margin for error in NCAA college basketball has been closing for years now. You have players coming from all over the world. Um, kids are specializing at an earlier age. So the talent level is certainly uh, starting to spread out. And then the fact that you get got – kids going to the nba younger and younger so some of the some of the, the top teams don't have that veteran depth that they can call on when they have an injury or if they have a, a player having a bad game so you know we've been seeing this gap close for a while but obviously a 16 beating the one has got to be the, the biggest shocker but the three-point shot and and what's going on with you know the number of players out there and kids leaving early all those things have come together to create a lot of parity in college basketball
8: Paul, one thing I'm seeing, and and it's not just at the college level, but it's essentially three-pointer or shot at the rim. Like, these guys aren't even pulling. They don't pull up for 12 and 15-footers for the most part. Um, And I think that's one of the reasons that some of these scores are low, because if you're not hitting your threes, then you're getting everything contested at the rim. But do you think? And again, this is happening at the NBA level. Obviously, Houston plays that way. A lot of you know, and they're the highest-rated offense of all time. Right. Is this a problem—the lack of mid-range game, or mid-range play, or emphasis—or is it just the way things are nowadays? And it's—it's it's no problem. It's just different.
4: Yeah, I think you know the analytics suggest that layups and threes are the way to go. But I think one one of one part of the equation that people overlooked is is how they. Gotten into this whole freedom of movement thing for the referee. so now it's it, it's worth it to space the floor and drive the ball and wait for somebody to put their hands on you because it's supposed to be an automatic foul, whether it's you know NBA or NCAA. And if you look at the scoring numbers, they were trending down for a while, from like '95 at least with NCAA basketball. I'm not as familiar with NBA right now, but from '95 to about 2012, 2011, the the, uh, the scores kept going down and down and so the NCAA made the move that the NBA had done a few years earlier to really put an emphasis on hand checking and trying to eliminate that, and creating a lot of freedom of movement. And now, that's given you know the, the smaller guard, the small quick guard, a chance to come back and have an impact on the game. And it's also diminished the uh, the effectiveness of the big guys because when you're at the rim in a post up situation, let's face it, they call it, they allow a lot more physical play. But if you're yeah. driving to the basket and somebody puts their hand on your hip, they're going to automatically call it.
7: You're listening to The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Our guest, Paul Hewitt, the former head coach of Georgia Tech and current Los Angeles Clippers scout who took his team, Georgia Tech, to the NCAA championship back in 2004. Uh, Chris and I talked earlier. I, I'm like not as impressed with all the mid-majors. Uh, until somebody wins a mid-major wins the national championship, right. we've seen teams. We saw George Mason. We we saw Butler. You know, teams have gotten there, so it's not like it's never happened before. Uh, is that day coming? Is that going to happen this year, next year, or, or very soon?
4: Well, obviously, you know, Loyola Chicago has got a chance because they can make the three, and they space you out so well, and they drive you so well. Again, with the way the rules are and and the way the game is going you know, you give them a chance. Obviously, the the team's on the other side of the bracket, and also they got to play a very strong Michigan team that defensively can do a good job of keeping out of the paint. But, you know, I give them as good a chance as anybody to win this tournament because if they get hot shooting the three and their ability to take you off the bounce, they can can live at the foul line to put points on the board.
8: Paul, uh, obviously going into the tournament, the NCAA was caught up in some scandal. You know, Sean Miller, the accusations about him you know, giving $100,000 to uh, DeAndre Ayton and some other things, uh, the the FBI investigation of the Adidas guys and the assistant coaches. What do you, now that you're away from college basketball, what do you think should be done to kind of try to clean things up or, or, or whatever?
4: Well, l- let me start by saying this. Uh, for the last 10, 12 years, I've been talking to, some of your brethren, you know, some of the journalists that cover the game to tell them that if we're going to get on college basketball players and college basketball coaches for dealing with agents and speaking to agents to find out their financial value, then we have to have the NCAA apply the rules equally across the board. And, and Rob, I sent you that article earlier in yes. week about – the hockey players that will, in the next few weeks, or next two or three weeks, Chris, when the NCAA hockey tournament's over, you'll have hockey players that will literally step off the ice from the NCAA tournament and show up in the NHL the next day. And as I've told some of the guys that I've talked to, some of, the, some of the writers, I kid them. I said, so I guess once this young man lost that last game in the next in the 12 to 19 hours before they showed up on the edge of the NHL, you're going to tell me they found an agent, negotiated a contract. Absolutely, Paul. some cases, right. Paul, I'm, in some cases, I'm with you. visa to go in Canada.
7: Absolutely, exactly. It's a, it's so, a, it's fraudulent. It's so fraudulent. It's fraudulent.
4: It's a fraudulent. It's a fraudulent scandal. And I know a couple of the guys that are caught up in it. One of them I spoke to the other day. I said if I was you, I said I would be screaming from the top of the tallest building. Please take me to trial right now because I think once we start to examine the situation and the evidence is right in front of us. Once we start to examine the situation, the question that needs to be asked to the NCAA is then why is it okay for a, a hockey player and a baseball player to have an agent and know their financial value before they give up the scholarship? Well, mm-hmm. yet we, we put the basketball and the football player in a position where they've got to make an ultimatum
7: it's obvious scholarship Because they make money off the because they make money off the backs of those players, and it's and it's wrong. They don't make money off hockey and baseball. Exactly,
12: Rob.
4: Let me let me say this. Let me say this. I I I couldn't disagree with you more because I don't think it matters who's in those uniforms as long as you have bracket sheets. And I don't think it matters who's in those uniforms as long as it's Duke versus Carolina, you know, Michigan State versus Michigan. You have a captive audience there. I think that I think we have to really sit down and understand why do we put the ultimatum on some of these kids? Because some of them they're throwing away their eligibility, and nobody even knows who they are. So it's not like they have any any value, you know, from a commercial standpoint. And, and again, the the thing that carries the NCAA tournament is everybody has a bracket.
8: Yep, yep. What do you, I, Paul? I think they should go. Just I mean, this might sound radical. I think they should just let it be a free market system. And if if Nike wants to pay a kid a million dollars to go to Duke or Georgia Tech or whatever, so be it. I mean, other college students can have things like that.
4: No, no, Chris, I've said for a long time that we should let the marketplace tell these kids where they belong. And, And certainly allowing them to sell their likeness is something that I would be in agreement with. But the most important thing for me, and I think a starting point, now what you do from after that, I don't care what people do, but I think a starting point should be let them go through the draft, let them find out what their value is, and then come back to Absolutely. school. Absolutely. one thing. And just yeah. like they do in baseball and hockey, yep. and I'll take it a step further, basketball and football are the only drafts that you have to apply for. Hockey, it's a not-opt-in draft, so that pressure that falls on kids. I can remember talking to Sadie hmm. Young, one of our guys at Georgia Tech, telling me how happy he was when they put the one-and-done rule because he could have a senior year of high school, Without anybody having to ask him, are you going to the NBA now? He hated that pressure. He hated all the speculation. So, to me, it should be a non-opt-in draft. If you're good enough, they'll call you. If you're not good enough, Hmm. keep your backside in school. It
7: it should be that. that. Hey, Paul Hewitt, we appreciate your knowledge, information, and your time, buddy. Thank you so much.
4: Always good catching up. All right. Thanks, Paul.
7: Yep, appreciate it. All right, Paul Hewitt, former coach, Georgia Tech basketball coach. Uh, Coming up next on The Odd Couple, we'll update you. Duke and Kansas will give you that score. What's going on? Plus, how uh, will the injuries affect the NBA playoffs that we got? We'll dive into that next. It is The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's The Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And Chris... It's 62-60, Kansas leading Duke. Less than seven minutes to play, and uh, this is going to be a barn burner, looks like, down the wire.
8: I'm going to say it this way. I would rather see, and I hope Kansas, I guess Kansas fans will take this the wrong way, but I'd like to see Marvin Bagley keep playing, right? He's a guy that's going to be at the top of the NBA draft next year or this summer. Uh, I would like to see him keep playing and see what he does. Can he lead a team to a title?
7: Okay, that's fair.
8: I- what about you? Who you going for?
7: Um trying to think. Have I ever rooted for Duke? I don't think I remember. <laughs> You know me as a as a guy. I you know uh, you
8: can't root. You can't get yourself to root for Duke. Yeah, uh, that's, I'm not a Grayson Allen fan. I tell you that. No, I, just because he be he kicking people. Come on, man. Like
7: I, I agree, and he kind of got off scot free on that. That was yeah. He definitely he, really, he, he really did something did.
8: this year. He stuck out his backside to kind of you know hit a guy. I mean, he's it. just dirty. I think I hate to say it. No, he's but dirty.
7: But but he's given you the evidence exactly. to say that. I mean, it's not one incident. Just go look. Yep, He's got a 30-minute yep. uh, highlight, low-light video <laughs> that you can put together. No
8: question. But I, I think it's more exciting to see Marvin Bagley
7: keep playing. No, I, I got it. I got it because you want to see him on the next level and what's going yep. on. So... There you are. Yes, if I'm Kansas or a Kansas fan, I wouldn't be happy with you. But uh, So be it. Here we go with Duke again. <laughs> I don't know. Do we want Duke? Coach K? You
8: want a blue blood? You no, said what you I'm want saying. A blue, I, I mean, Kansas I, is too. as a blue blood as well. Right.
7: But. Either way, that's, that's going to get you a blue blood there. But uh, it will be interesting as we uh, close in on the Final Four and how it plays out, and ultimately I still think one of the blue bloods will wind up winning and then you'll look back and go, yeah, that was a different kind of NCAA March Madness tournament, but uh, the usual suspects wound up in the championship game and as the winner. I think
8: best case scenario, this is what we see. Loyola versus Duke in the final and Loyola upsets them. Wow. That would be huge. Now that would I mean, be different. Right. Like, a lot of people feel like you do about Duke. They, they I mean, we know Duke is hated by a lot of people. So don't you think a Loyola beating
7: Duke and Coach K would be huge? No. What a I, way to bring in the new era. It, that would be huge. There's no doubt about it. All right, Fox Sports Radio. It's the odd couple. More of your calls coming up next. And NBA talk as well. We'll talk about the injuries. Welcome in to the debut show, our number two on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, Chris Broussard. We're coming to you from live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And yes, Chris, we do have a barn burner. As Duke and Kansas, Duke leads 68-67, three and a half minutes left to complete the Final Four.
8: I'm going to tell you one of the greatest experiences in sports. Of course, the March Madness altogether is, but a tight NCAA tournament game. I mean, what I found myself rooting for in a lot of these games is a really close game with an underdog challenging a traditional power, but the traditional power winning. That's really what I've been rooting for. Now, I'm going to change that because I'd love to see Loyola win it all, especially if they could beat Duke in the title game. But that's kind of what I've been pulling for. Yeah, Like these tight barn burners where the Cinderella plays them close but falls short. So we got one here, no Cinderella, but we got a barn burner It's going to go down to the wire. And uh, I want to see, you know, let's see what Marvin Bagley's made of. I know it's not all on him, but he is the man. He's the big guy. He is the star. Yeah, he's got
7: to carry him. No, no doubt about it. Our telephone number is eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. And uh, we got a couple calls we could squeeze in before the end of this basketball game, Chris. And if you do want to chime in about the NCAA or anything we're talking about or just to wish us well on our debut show together, me and Chris, uh, we would appreciate that. Let's go to uh, Bill in New York. You're on Fox Sports Radio. Bill, what's up?
10: What's up, Buffalo
7: Bob? (laughs) What's up, Bill? (laughs) How you doing? Now, 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 Chris... Here is a friend of mine who I grew up with. Yes, course. you know that.
8: And he told me to call in. So
14: you oh, I
7: know he did. Calls. I'm
8: sure. I'm sure you <laughs> have did. about you have a paragraph <laughs> written out that he oh, texted yeah. you, for a you long to read list. <laughs> but,
5: but I called to congratulate both of you guys on the show. I think it's going to be well done. So I'm really looking forward to listening to you guys every Sunday.
8: Well, we appreciate you. Let that. me ask you this: You a basketball fan? No, I am, but I'm a baseball
5: fan. We all grew up as baseball players, and yes, I am a basketball fan. I followed the Knicks
4: for, I can't tell you how many years. Heartbreaking years, but uh, big Knicks fan,
7: big Mets fan. And out, and Chris, here we go. When we used to play Little League and Pony League in in uh, in Jamaica, Queens, Bill was the catcher, and I used to pitch. That's how close we were. We were friends. We played wow. ball all the time. We were kids. Could
8: he pitch, Bill? Could he pitch? He could. You okay. know what?
7: He didn't have lights out like, like uh, a fastball, but he had a lot of movement on his pitch. Thank you, Bill. Curveball, so strike three. Very effective. He really was
8: very effective. Oh, he was uh you. You painted the corners. Could, you were a pitch. thinking
7: man's pitch. Okay, but a lot okay. of good movement. There you go. Hey, right. Dollar Bill, appreciate the call, buddy. No problem. Good luck, guys. All right, thank you. Well I want to, Rob. Man.
8: I want to throw this out to the college basketball fans yes. to call in. Do you? And this is just basketball fans in general, maybe. Do you think the lack of mid-range play in basketball nowadays, right now specifically the NCAA, is a problem? Because my opinion is that games are better when there's balance. Uh, for instance, in football, I don't want three yards in a cloud of dust. Those days are And I don't over. want I don't want arena league football either. Right? No, I'm I with want to mix you, they throw of every passing. down. Right. Yeah, I want a mix of passing and running. And in the NBA or basketball in general. I think it's better if you have a good balance of three-point shooting, but yet still have post-play and mid-range play. That's my opinion. I don't want to sound like the old guy that's talking about the Hey, good you kid, get off my yeah, lawn. You know, I, I'm, I don't think I'm going there, but I want to hear from fans. Do you think this is a problem if it's three or layup or dunk? That's it. They're, they're not even pulling up for 12- and 15-footers for the most part anymore.
7: Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox if you want to chime in on that. We got one more uh, sitting there. Rick in Fort Myers. You're on Fox Sports Radio with The Odd Couple.
10: Good evening, guys. Enjoying your
4: show down here in Southwest Florida.
7: Thank you, buddy. Thank you. I
4: just have uh, one question and then one comment real quick. The question is for Chris. How do you not recognize Rob's greatness?
8: know <laughs> okay, I hope so, so you, you taught, you, you were a classmate Stop at Southern Stop. Connecticut. Stop. I Columbia. Uh, you, you, one day you worked. You were an editor court. at the Detroit Free Press or news <laughs> with him or what, what, what? What's the connection? I know there's something. No, there's no
13: connection. I've never met the man, but I hope to one day stand in his presence.
7: Honestly. Okay. <laughs> well, we appreciate Rick. Thanks for calling Fox Sports Radio. I feel
8: I feel like I I just messed up by not telling all my friends to call in. See, and... I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't know. My comment is for Rob, and then I'll, I'll let you elaborate.
13: And
4: I'll hang up and listen. Um, the now that the two starting tackles are gone from Tom Brady, the demise, the final chapter of the Patriots. Can you talk elaborate on that?
7: Thanks, Rick, for calling. All I'm going to say is the evil empire is uh, on the way down. That's all I'm going to say. You saw the beginning of the end after Tom Brady lost to a backup quarterback in the Super Bowl. Oh, I have yeah. no knowledge of
14: anything.
8: Yeah, he was terrible. Yes.
7: Mean, was I didn't just not say he I mean, was terrible.
8: He, 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 he could only throw for 505 yards and three touchdowns. It's about points, not about yards. Get off of it. 33 points. You about, like they, I mean, he had 33. About, well, but he, didn't he didn't have, have enough.
7: Chris, he didn't yeah, have enough. So you're going to put it on him, not the defense. Tom Brady left points on the field in the first half. He's he not perfect. Hey, but he du- is the GOAT. We're coming down to the wire, Chris. <laughs> a minute and 13 to go. Duke with the three-point lead. Just give me your uh, – will they hold on? Kansas going to come back?
8: I'm going to say Duke. They just got a rebound. There's under a minute left, so they have the ball. Looks like Kansas not going to foul. and going to let them play. So if they can get a bucket here, they, they should be able to bring it home. But, you know, obviously it, it's not over. Speaking of which, did you see the Leonard Hamilton interview?
7: Uh, with yes, Dana with Dana Jacobson? Jacobson, who I work with at ESPN. Yeah, we both did. Yeah, I, I thought uh, Leonard, I
8: mean, look, if I was doing that interview, you got to ask that question. She's doing would, her why, job. Yeah, she do. I would have probably asked something else before because that wasn't the key reason they lost. I'm not criticized. Oh, wow. Kansas just tied it with a three. 24 seconds left. Okay, here we go. Now we really got a barn burner, but uh, he should have fouled. He should have fouled in the last ten seconds. You don't give up when you're down four with ten seconds left.
7: Hey, that's a. You know what? I don't understand why. So how much time we got left? 10?
8: 20. Now it's so Duke's getting the last shot. Grayson Allen. Oh,
7: you know you can't do play by play, Chris Broussard. That
8: was that play by play.
7: That was just like (laughs) uh, uh, three seconds. (laughs) That was it. Was that
8: too much? Wow. Wow, it was in and out. That
7: was in, in and out. It was like it was almost down. in. That yes. was
8: about as in as it could get. And, and instead, in
7: it did not happen and so Wow. Wow, we're going to overtime the end of regulation there. And uh I'll telephone number Chris, We got some more wow. calls before we get to uh we'll talk more about your mid-range game and some people want to also chime in On our new program, our debut here on Fox Sports Radio with the odd couple, 877-99-ON-FOX. What about Kyle in uh, Windsor, Ontario? You're on Fox Sports Radio.
6: Oh, no, Rob. It's me, Cowboy. Cowboy. What's (laughs) happening? (laughs) Oh, nothing much. Oh, congratulations on the new show. And uh, (laughs) anyway, as for this uh, tournament, I'm... Going for Michigan and uh, John Beeline. I got to root for him because we're the same age. Well, he's five months older, but I I I think they'll win it. I think they'll probably play um, uh, Villanova in a really close game and win it.
7: Okay, so you got the you got this going to be blue bloods. Uh, that's who's going to win the, the old guard.
6: Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty much. I don't know if you can call Michigan necessarily a, a Well group but up. I mean
7: you know what I mean. They've they're
6: they an established uh, oh, big yeah, time they're school. Established but big it was time. mostly it was mostly big B line was established Michigan though.
7: Yeah. No, hey,
8: well, Cowboys we appreciate
7: it. they got their
6: share of titles though. Yeah,
7: they and they've you know, gone. You know what I mean, exactly.
6: Yeah, they've oh, had their yeah. moments. Oh yeah, but that's that's uh, that's what I think is gonna happen. Now if there were now if the three of us were on there, I guess you'd have to call us the odd trio.
7: There we go. Yes, yes. Thanks, Cowboy. Appreciate the call. What about Andrew in Kansas City? You're on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Andrew?
6: What's up, guys? I was just calling, uh
13: first to say congratulations and then was gonna talk about the mid range jumper and all that.
8: All right. Yeah, I wanna hear your opinion on that. Thank well, you, yeah, by I mean, it's
13: certainly, it's certainly a lost start. You don't see it in NCAA at all, and even the, in, in the NBA either. It's just it's a lost start. But when you need, you know, uh, two points would have won that game right there for Grayson Allen if he could hit a mid-range.
8: That's a great point. And did, I don't, did you see the Syracuse-Duke game?
13: Uh, I saw some of that, but I didn't catch the end of that one.
8: Both teams were running zones. So the right in the middle of the zone, uh, right beneath the foul line was wide open. So they they both were flashing guys to that, and it was about 13 feet from the basket. And they throw it into the big guy. and the guy, the defender wouldn't really get up on him. And every time the big guy got the ball, he'd either kick it back out or drive right into the defense and try to lay it up instead of just turning around and taking like an uncontested 12, 13-footer. It was like yeah, they didn't even cross their minds. It doesn't make any sense at all either. If
13: they're, if they're not on the backboard or, or behind the three-point line, they aren't looking at the basket at all.
8: Yeah, and, and look, I understand the analytics that, you know, if you hit 33% from three, that's the equivalent of hitting 50% from two. But and, and the mid-range numbers – might be better if teams worked on it. That's part of the problem like cuz they've gone
7: cuz they've gone away from it. Right. Yeah, they're
8: not working on it anymore. They either they're either shooting threes or everything's at the rim. If you worked on the 15 footers, the elbow jumpers like they used to, I think you'd hit a higher percentage of them and then, you know, it'd be an effective shot. So, it's uh look, I don't again, I'm not the old man complaining about, you know, the new generation. I'm just saying you're missing a huge part of the game when you just eliminate that mid-range play.
7: All right, let's squeeze in uh, Jeff real quick. Jeff, oh, no, okay, we're not doing it. Okay, let's, uh, coming up next, the game is in, going to overtime. We'll update you on that. We're the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Stay tuned. It's the Odd Couple, Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, on Fox Sports Radio on your Sunday, every Sunday, our debut program. And you got to get the Hooters to try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many. That's right. It's Hooters with their new smoked wings. Hell our telephone yeah. number, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. And the score is still tied. 87-87, Duke and Kansas with about two minutes to go in overtime, Chris. So it's going down to the wire.
8: This is a real barn burner. You got a couple of the top guys that fouled out. Wendell Carter for Duke, Azabuke for Kansas. Uh, Kansas up three now with a minute 39 left. Just hit a three-pointer. Uh, this has turned out to be a great game. Um, wow, it's, uh, it's going to be a great one. And you know, this is how it is. It's been this way many years where one side of the bracket looked like it was essentially the championship, right? So if it's whoever it is, Duke or Kansas versus Villanova, a lot of people will say that's kind of for the championship. Right. And the winner will beat whoever wins the other side. But a lot of cases that they an upset ends up happening. That was remember Houston, I think Houston Five Slam Jamma beat Louisville. When Louisville was high flying back in the day as well in the 80s. And then NC State came out of the other side, of course, and had the great upset of Five Slam Majama. You saw it with Villanova beating Patrick Ewing in Georgetown. When they shot
7: 78% from <laughs> oh, the field. That was unbelievable. I watched that game. I could not. Oh, I was, yeah. It was one of the all-timers. That's one of the yep, all-timers. I mean, yep. am I right? Is it 78 or 75? They shot like – It was something ridiculous. Ridiculous yeah, from the field. They just made almost every one of their shots. Uh, I'll telephone number 877-99 on Fox. We got a couple other piece, people we want to squeeze in. We're also going to talk with Bill Plaschke, the L.A. Times columnist. He's going to join us, talk about the NBA, talk about the NCAA tournament, and talk about the start of the Major League Baseball season, which starts on Thursday. What about uh, Jeff in Florida? You're on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Jeff?
5: I, I agree with you, Chris Bashard. I, I, I missed the mid-range game. Um, I think it should be back in the game. I know people like analytics. I'm, I'm kind of an old cool basketball fan. I like it when they had a guy back in the day, you know, you could give it down low in the post, like maybe Shaquille could dunk it, or maybe like you had a guy like Garrett Fisher who was okay, and even Kobe Bryant, that's probably what helped his career. Am I wrong, Chris?
8: No, I think you're right. And, and look, I'm not, I, I like the three pointer. I think that's one reason we see some great upsets because the three pointer is a great equalizer. And a team that might be less talented but can shoot it can or even just gets hot that game can pull off an upset. But I want some balance. I don't want all threes or all layups. I want some mid-range play in there as well. And I'll be honest, I'm seeing a lot of missed opportunities. As I watch these games, game after game after game, I am seeing guys dribble into traffic into two defenders, into a huge defender, and throw up something off the glass that doesn't have a prayer of going in and, and passing up like an open 15-footer. You would be harder to defend if the defender thinks you might pull up from 12 or 15 feet rather than knowing, okay, he's coming all the way to the rim. You know, So I, I just think it'd be a better game if you had
7: that versatility in it. Uh, absolutely. I, I just can't. And, and we get it, you know, uh, Steph Curry, the threes, and what's happened, and uh, you know, you, you've seen a game change, and where where big guys are neutralized and aren't even, you know, looked at the same way. It's amazing where we are in in basketball, both college and, and pro. And we got uh, how much time we got? They got a review going on now with uh, Chris. How much time we got? Have you? It's less than a minute.
8: Yes, yeah, it's, le- it's under a minute. Uh, Fifty six seconds. Kansas still up by three. Uh, looks like it's – can I believe it's Kansas's?
7: No, I think he called it Duke
8: Duke's, Duke's ball. ball. Duke's ball? Okay, but Duke's they're, ball.
7: they're reviewing it right now, so it, it, we still got to wait and see uh, who's getting the basketball. And uh, so it's a three-point because Duke had turned it over and now it looks like, you know, Kansas had a chance to uh, ice the game or be close to it, and it looks like they have turned the ball over According to the video, at least according to the referee, so this will be interesting to see who they give the ball to, and uh, this is a big with 56.5 uh, seconds to go. It's a big call. Now
8: you lived in in Detroit, worked many years in Detroit. Are you pulling for the
7: uh, for Michigan? I I don't I don't root for anybody to be honest. I just I just don't, Chris, uh, and I haven't for a long time. I have you not. Just, you just watch and then criticize. Yeah, that's what I do. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Because I don't. I that's never, what we do nowadays. Yeah, I just. I'm just not caught into like, hey, I hope they win. I like good stories or bad stories. You know what I mean and well, stuff that we can talk about. What's the best
8: story? The best story is obviously Loyola. Yeah, don't that, you think?
7: Yeah, that would be a great story. That'd be the best story. Exactly. So you know, as as a writer and a guy, broadcaster, and you know. a – Analysts, you know, those are the kind of things that you want to get involved in and, and that work out for us. So that's where yeah. I'm always at. I don't, I, I don't lose any sleep whether somebody wins or loses or, you know, wanting Duke or Michigan to win. I'm I'm not there. 877-99 on Fox is our telephone number. We're still waiting for the uh, ball. I mean, they're still taking – Hey hey, let's go to our Fred real quick in Vegas. Fred, you're on Spor- Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Fred?
11: What's going on, my brothers man? I'm very proud of you all. I got so tired of watching you all be on everybody else's show. Now you guys got your own show. Keep it up, my man. And I Thank will you. be that I will be that old guy that don't like the new game. When I got a seven footer that plants his behind out on the three point line, scores 27 points now and doesn't give me one rebound something is wrong with that picture don't you think gentlemen and and rob i got to call you out on something my man i i I respect you guys opinion i'm a little older than you all so i i I know you know a little bit more than you all but you all are in it professionally (laughs) so i respect your opinions. But, Rob, my brother, man, when you called out Tom, I'm watching the Tom Brady, man, and they got your voice playing in the background, and you're talking, oh, Tom Brady will never, ever get to a, man, I, I, I
8: couldn't believe my ears, Rob. I just, I'm like, what is that? Go it's, in on him, Fred. Go in on wait a minute. him. He, he he refuses to accept that Tom Brady is, is the greatest. Where's quarterback my voice of all on time?
7: what? On, on what What was it on? It, it, it was the Tom Brady, you know, his special. Time and that he time had. versus I'm, time. I'm on that. Yes, you are. Is yes, he calling
11: it's, him it's the loat? It's, ca- it's Max, Kansas it's ball. You and Max Kellerman, the, the the guy on the other show, I heard both of you are. Oh, well, women's. Time when you fall off a cliff, it's gonna fall hard and blah blah. Wow! And Tom Brady will never ever get
8: to another Super Bowl. He season. was I didn't know saying he that. Didn't say you that. You were but... you were saying Thanks, that, befo- Thanks, During before last season, after the Super Bowl when they beat Atlanta, you were saying that, weren't no, you? He's I, done. He I, didn't I, in, I didn't know, in know the I was. I didn't know I was in the documentary quarters. though. I gotta
7: see that thing. Now, you, now you're now I'm times interested in it. Tom's using you as motivation. I know. I'm interested in it now. <laughs> wow Duke just lost missed a missed uh, the open three wide open three yeah they had it they had the ball they had and the, the chance ball am to I tie. right I mean wide yep. open there was nobody in front of them yeah yeah was that Grayson
8: Allen so I don't know who it was so now Malik Newman's just hit a free throw for Kansas and now they're up four so it's a two possession game looks like Kansas could be heading to uh to San Antonio wow they're up five now. Wow. Yeah, they got to come down and score quickly. Grayson misses another three. He's missed a ton this uh, tournament. Yeah, and just misses another one. Is that it? No, it's not over yet. But it's it's getting there. It's
7: getting there. All right, it's 877-99 on Fox. A couple other people want to chime in on your mid-range uh, talk and then we'll uh, we're going to talk about the uh, NCAA and this game with uh, Bill Plaschke from the LA Times and some other stuff coming up at the bottom of the hour. Let's squeeze in real quick Audrey. You're on our uh, Fox Sports Radio.
11: Hello, how you doing? How you guys doing? Doing I great. Congratulate you. Congratulate you guys on your show and many many more. Thank uh, you. Uh I want to speak on the mid-range. I just think it's a trickle down from the NBA. It's a copy league, and also I think when they took out the power forward and put in the stretch forward, I think that's what alternated the game to lose a lot of the mid-range.
8: Yeah, I mean, the analytics has been the driving force, you know, behind this sea change, and uh, I get it, but uh, I just think that you're, you're taking off a big chunk of the floor when you say either get in the paint or shoot a three. And you're making yourself a lot more predictable. I don't it'll be interesting to see what basketball does with this. Do they eventually move the three-point line back? Do they eventually, I think a good idea would be maybe to run it into the sideline. Essentially get rid of that corner three. And then that would you couldn't plant five four guys around the free the three-point line at that point. And you'd have to end up having mid-range. And post-play again. So uh, it'll be interesting. I don't think we're at a a tipping point yet. But you wonder if it keeps going this way, will we ever get there? And Kansas just won 85-81 over Duke. They're heading to San Antonio to face Villanova in the Final Four. So uh, that's it,
7: Rob. Villanova, Kansas, Michigan, Loyola, Chicago. There we go. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk with L.A. Times sports columnist Bill Plaskey about the Final Four and some other stuff, but first we're gonna get caught up with uh, David
2: Gascon, our man. What's trending, Dave? Man, Chris is like, I was like two minutes ahead of all of us here in the uh, in the studio. <laughs> I didn't want to That's say the...
7: anything. I know, uh, I Chris, Chris, you are so aff- ahead of us. That's why I'm sitting here asking you what's going on, I... that... <laughs> man.
2: Like you were killing with that Grayson Allen yes. shot before the end of regulation. I was like, no, I okay. can't. To, yeah, thanks a lot, Chris. Hey, I'm I'm on the East Coast.
8: <laughs> we get stuff faster here. Yes, yeah, I see.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you guys do it faster. We do it a little bit better. anyway speaking of which, <laughs> out here on the West Coast, ball game just went final as Chris had mentioned. Kansas and Duke right down the wire. Graham looking to Mikhailu torques it around Newman left corner for three. Got it again. Same
1: spot, same result, and the eighth lead change of the game.
2: Call courtesy of Westwood One, Malik Newman was a bad man today. 8 of 19 from the field, 5 of 12 from downtown, and a perfect 10 for 10 at the stripe. Right. He had 31 points to lead the charge. And, of course, number 1 Kansas out of the Midwest region will be in the Final Four after just beating Duke. 85 to 81. Another team that is also there.
1: That is it for the second time in three years. The national champions in 2016 will go to the final four in 2018. The final
2: score of Villanova, 71, and Texas Tech, 59. And that call also courtesy of Westwood one. So it is set. Final four now. You get number one, Nova, a one seed. A number one from Kansas is also there. Those two will be squaring off on March the 31st. The first game that will be on that day will tip off at 6.09 Eastern. I of Chicago will face off against the Michigan Wolverines. In the NBA, a couple of notes right now. San Antonio Spurs had their six-game winning streak snapped at Milwaukee, 106-103. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 25-10 to lead the charge. Pacers in overtime leading the Heat, 111-107. Trailblazers out in front of OKC in their backyard, 29-15 early on. Cavaliers behind LeBron James is 37 and 10. Kevin Love with 25, 20 and 15. Beat the Nets 121 to 114. And guys, Chris, Rob, a friendly reminder: since obviously college basketball is done for the day, we got Billions tonight, and also we have Homeland on Showtime. I know Chris, you watch The Shy, which is a great show, but. uh, yeah, I mean you got some good stuff tonight. I've you, heard
8: great things about Billions. Great show,
2: awesome show.
8: Yeah, I,
7: you, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to start checking it out. Me I I too. I've heard a lot of good things. Is that be, Billions? Would it be? Yes, Bo- it
2: is. Um, so Damian Lewis, who was a star in Homeland in the first two seasons with uh, uh, Claire Matthews or Claire Danes, excuse me, uh, she is. He is obviously now in Homeland. He's the lead star in that called Bobby Axelrod. This is season three tonight that it starts out, so I, I do recommend it. It's a good binge watch if you get some time. I know you guys don't have a lot of it, but you get some time to kind of just mosey on down, obviously, on the on the tube. You can you guys do that, and, uh, yeah, both shows uh, continue to So
8: Homeland, you like Homeland,
2: too? Yeah, Claire Danes, uh, she is a uh, she's a CIA agent, uh, Carrie Matherson. She is absolutely crazy uh, in some good ways and some bad ways. And, uh, yeah, it's phenomenal. It's on Season 7 right now, but uh, it's one of those things where you kind of make it a, a date night. It's it's appointment television, I guess one can say, especially with uh, a lot of things going on in the sporting world. If you want to escape that for a little bit, you got to check it out.
7: All right, Mr. Gascon, David Thank Gascon, appreciate it. And now we welcome on to The Odd Couple, our program. Bill Plasky, the longtime columnist from the Los Angeles Times, A guy I've known and covered baseball with back in the 90s, Chris, one of the best in the business, Mr. Bill Plasky. What's happening, Bill? Hey, did, did that dude just say that Homeland was a date night?
5: Show? <laughs> it's, about, it's about dudes getting, getting, with a, bags over their heads getting beaten. What kind of date's kind of date that got going on?
7: Well, maybe she'll have to move closer to you, you know, because she's a Oh, it's afraid. a horrific, that's a horrific yeah. date.
5: That is not a date night show. There we go. She and jumps go watch, into your
7: arms in terror.
5: I got the show to watch. It's called Peaky Blinders. Check it out. That's all I'm going to say. I never it's even Peaky heard blinders. of
7: that. Peaky, Peaky Blinders? On Net. It's on
5: Netflix. Peaky P.E.A.K.Y. blinders on Netflix. You'll find it. It's a uh, that's a binge watch. All right, check it out. It's about All gangsters right. in the it's English gangsters in the early 18, in the early nineteen hundreds. Sort of like what Kansas Kansas was was, was you know, when it was kind of a nineties uh, early nineteen hundreds gangsters today against the uh, Duke. Oh my goodness! All right, so that so- was um. That was unbelievable.
7: Yeah, uh, Bill, who do you like now that the Final Four is set? Are you uh, you on the Kansas bandwagon?
5: Yeah, I think we just saw our national champions. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And I would. They, they've, been, they've been, you know, futzing around all season, up and down, up and down. And it turns out they played in the best conference in America. And they got the guards that win this tournament. And, they, and they, they out-rebounded. They almost doubled the rebounds of Duke today. And Duke's like the big, best rebound team in the country. Uh, yeah, Kansas plays in a whole different level. I'm stunned. I didn't have him getting out. I had Michigan State getting out of that bracket, so I'm, I've am i been lost for weeks on that. But I think, I mean, what do you all think? I thought Kansas, they played a game of the tournament, in the toughest game of the tournament, in the biggest moment of the tournament. I think they're going to be all over Villanova.
8: I picked Villanova. I think we both actually did. We did, before right. the tournament so I got to stick there. But right. we you, you guys aren't
5: backing <laughs> off? You guys aren't backing off on them now? No.
8: Kansas today? That was impressive today, but I, at this point, you know, who knows what could happen. Right. And Rob and I have been kind of debating whether or not this year is a sea change. And I feel like it's been coming the past few years. But this year, more than ever, I mean, two elevens, two nines, two sevens in the final 16. Obviously, a 16 beating a one. Do you feel like this is kind of the officially now the tournament is, is kind of wide open and we may see a mid-major, if not this year, in the uh, in, coming soon, a mid-major may win this whole thing. I don't know. I would love to say that, but there's still two number ones in the final four. There's yep. two
5: number ones in the final four, and a lot of things had to happen for Lorella to get there. And you know, the highest—I mean, you guys know what the highest seed, ever, the lowest seed, ever in this tournament is—is is an eight seed. So there's a reason for that. I just don't see low. I don't see Larello doing it. I don't see them. Uh, you know, so there, there's two ones in the three. I think we're overreacting a little bit. I see, think I'm, with you, I'm with you, Bill. I'm
7: with you. I've been telling Chris that I'm not until they actually win a national championship. One of those, I'll buy it then. But I, I've seen this movie before. They don't win. They don't win a championship. <laughs> the, high, the, seed, the worst seed to win was an eight seed, and it was Villanova. And it was
5: the upset of the century against Georgetown. So what until was we NC see State? More, until, we see, what was, until we see
12: more of that. No, they what was, was NC State? They were seven They had a
5: great run, but they were not an eight. And eight was the eight is the very you know low you know highest seed ever win the tournament than eight. Wow. So there's a reason. I just don't see. Again, we got two ones in the three, and we got a great story in Loyola And Loyola's going to get whipped by Michigan. They're going to get they're going to get you know beaten pretty bad by them. I'm, I'm guessing. So I'm I'm, I'm going to wait until I has got to win it. I mean, Bill. Virginia didn't show. Virginia didn't show up. That was the well, worst coaching no. job I've ever seen in my life. That was embarrassment.
8: Well, oh, but they're a team. They don't have a lot of NBA talent, you know. They're they're yeah. so I think the gap between the best and the worst is not as big as it used to be because you know. But the NBA talent is gone except they're the freshmen. I want to ask you this, Bill, because I want to hit you with all things LA since we got you here. Sure, there seems to be some growing sentiment. Um, and maybe it'll dissipate as the Lakers have lost a few games recently, but that that, that the Lakers should pass on trying to go for LeBron James and let no, these young kids no, go. No, I, I think it's lunacy. I agree. That's I think lunacy. What, I was going to ask your take. Yeah, I think it's nuts. If you can get him, you get him. They, you don't understand. They haven't made the playoffs in five years.
5: There's been five springs I've been sitting home except going to Clipper playoff games. That, no, they haven't made the playoffs in five years. Two of the worst records in the past four years. You, they go sell that to their fans. or pass on LeBron James. They think this is going to work? Are they, are they crazy? No, I don't think. That's I gonna, agree. I think Magic, and I don't think that's why they hired Magic and they hired Palenka to do that. That's not what they're hired to do. They're hired to go bring in LeBron and bring in Paul George, and that's what they're going to do. I mean, there's no way. Yeah, I just, I just can't believe this sentiment grew because it's like, what have you done for me lately? But Seth, take a step back. You guys are, and I think we're on the same page with this, right, Chris? Take a step yep, back.
7: Yeah, I at, agree. Look at who you can. He's get. not look coming at, here, Bill. Stop it. He's not coming. I think I think if Paul George would come
5: with him, I think he sees enough young talent that he's a chance to to win to throne Golden State. I think he will go come. Well, I think, well, I think George, I think it's,
8: it's, barring barring OKC having some miraculous postseason run, I think George is coming.
5: Okay, and that's and then then LeBron will come with him. LeBron's not coming by himself. I think LeBron. No, is I don't think he all, come by himself. It's all set up here. And what if they can do the cap? What if they can wizardry to keep Julius Randall? There's a chance they can do that. I know I don't understand any of it. I don't get it. But I understand. they a chance have to. Can I think that. they'd
8: have to be. I think they'd have to be able to get rid of Lou Al Dang in a trade. I think.
5: Oh God, so Lou Al Dang. Might be tough. I did a column on him this year. God bless him. They, they will You know, he doesn't want to play garbage minutes. You know, he plays for ten games in a trainer's room every day. He goes. He go goes to. They go to, the, to the to the Staples Center. And warms up and stays in the locker room and then plays a pretend game in the trainer's room. Wow, what a sad wow. story! If we're making 17 million, <laughs> and he and he and he, he cannot, he's not allowed to leave us. He doesn't. He can't even come on the floor for warm ups
7: good work if room. you can get it exactly. Right? Hey, yeah. we're talking with Bill Plasky. L.A. Times sports columnist on the Odd Couple with Rob Parker and Chris Broussard on Fox Sports. That Radio. is an
5: odd couple. I mean, that's you. You really t- t- name that that, that. that that's that's the it is show
7: properly. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. But Bill, we want to. I want to switch uh, to to Major League Baseball. The season opens on Thursday. I'll be at Dodger Stadium with you with the I'll opening. I'll be there. I I think Bill. You know. Uh, you know a lot of talk have been. Uh, made about the Yankees being must-see TV with all the sluggers and the home runs, but I actually think baseball is poised to have a really big season uh, because there's so many good teams in big markets. When I'm talking about the Yankees and the Dodgers and Houston and uh, Boston and and, uh, there's just so many good teams. Chicago, you agree? Is baseball poised for that? No, you know what? I just think it's,
5: I don't care what markets they're from, it's still a regional sport. If, if Mike Trout can walk into your studio and people's not going to know who he is, which is the truth, right? Mike Trout could walk anywhere yeah. in Southern California and people
7: don't know who Bill, he is. Bill, you could say that about the NFL. You, you no, don't know 90% of the NBA. players in the NFL. Stop. That is, that's Look not true. Look at the
5: top-selling jerseys. Look at the top-selling. That's Jeremy not Hill. true. Look at it's the all endorsements. It's
7: yes.
5: Yes. I love baseball. Rob, I love baseball like you love it. It's still a regional sport. No, but I'm,
7: I'm, rick- I'm, I'm. you sell 73 million tickets every year, Bill. It's not by accident. And no, it's a regional right. The teams love their teams in their markets. Well, all I'm saying is – there's so it's many good big. teams this year. You don't believe that? Talent no, I, mean, wise, not, not, not,
5: no I, I believe it's still going to be the same. I don't believe it's going to be any. I think there's a lot of teams. Talk about tanking in the NBA. A lot of teams already tanking in baseball. I mean, yeah, I think, yeah so I think, all right, so who can, who can, who can win the World Series? Okay, the Yankees can win it. The Indians can win it. Maybe the, Ast- the Astros, of course, can win it. The Dodgers and the Nationals. And who else? Cubs. Who else can win the Cubs? The Cubs.
7: That's six teams teams win the World Series. That's it. Yeah, the NBA there's right? only two teams that can win it, and the Patriots go to the Super Bowl every year. Yeah, well, okay. he hey, yeah. he won't <laughs> okay, let it well, go. Well, I'm not letting it Bill, go. He you won't let of, look. You sort of got me there. You sort
8: of got me on that you one. Know well, right, me, on. On. You well, know well, I'm, I'm right though. Come on, you know I'm going to hit Bill. you. I'm going to hit you, Rob, with some info, and I want your. I, I think you and I are on the same page, Bill. I think baseball's in trouble, and I like baseball. Everybody thinks I'm just an NBA guy, but I like baseball, too. Grew up playing it, loving it. And the age of the fans, the average fan is over 55. There was a Gallup poll that came out in January that had baseball now. They asked fans, what's your favorite sport to watch? It's baseball fourth. Probably was third. Fourth or fifth. Well, it was third overall. 9% said baseball, 11% basketball, of course, 37% football. But among, among, among those eight, ages, 18 to 34, baseball was fourth by a distant margin. It only 6% said they favored watching baseball. Soccer was third at 11%. So I think baseball is, is. kind of in trouble. It's definitely
5: in trouble. It's definitely in trouble. You stand... During the national anthem, and I know Rob, you go to a lot of games like I do. Look in the stands, and, and Rob, you've not been doing this for 20 years. Look at find the diversity in the stands. Find the diversity in the stands during the national anthem when you're when you're looking around. It ain't there. Baseball has become a a you know a single culture sport that does not appeal to the masses. And so and baseball tries to get the pace of games faster, and the players resist. Baseball tries to make the players be more. You know, personality. The players resist. A player talks out or pops off, and everybody. A player wears his cap sideways, and everybody goes crazy. And and that's ridiculous. You know, baseball takes away the individuality. It strips away the diversity. Yeah, baseball's in trouble. Absolutely. Is there anything it can do? Well, yeah, I it, it it can, can, yeah, can get a pitch clock. Get a we pitch don't want clock. no pitch
7: clock. I don't want to go uh, to a game with no pitch clock. <laughs> oh, I don't, you need a, you I need don't a want a pitch clock. Pace. You know what, Bill? When the game goes long and I want to go, I just get up and I leave and listen to the rest on the radio. But it's
5: not the length of the game. It's the pace of the game. Uh, Big I, difference.
7: I, I hear you. Get hey. a pitch clock and then
5: and then go into, have an NBA marketing person go into every major league club out and say, you guys got to be yourself. You guys
7: got to talk. Right. Hey, some, of
5: these, some of these players, these players don't talk. LeBron talks every day.
14: All right. Every I, day he a, talks.
7: I got you. And, Bill, we appreciate it. We're just up against it. Bill Plasky from the L.A. Times. Read his column online. We'll fight again next week. And all right. we will yes, fight next thank week. You, Always a pleasure. Thank
8: you. you notice he started cutting you off when you started going against baseball. Yes. You know, you know I'm going to do that.
7: All right. Coming up next. We got the uh, final four. Who do you want to see in the championship game? We'll talk about that much more. It is The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's The Odd Couple, Chris Broussard, Rob Parker on Fox Sports Radio, your Sunday fix. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And, uh, Chris... We are going to talk and take calls from people about who they want to see in the championship game now that the Final Four is set. Kansas uh, just defeated uh, Duke to move on, the last team to enter in to the Final Four. We have a few phone calls we want to get to. 877-99 on Fox is the telephone number. Let's jump in with uh, Mike in Atlanta. You're on The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Mike?
11: what's going on rob what's going on chris how are you all doing
7: mike
8: what's happening brother how you doing man what's going on i'm doing good first of all congratulations on the new
11: radio show seriously thank you i know it's going to do great things and you all have some great personality
4: so obviously i'm happy for you all for sure
8: I must confess, uh, Mike is my man. I had him call in Uh because I was sick of all the Rob Parker's Uh best friends calling in and praising him, praising him. Oh, Rob, you're the greatest thing since sliced (laughs) bread. uh, uh, Oh, you are so overdue. Yeah, (laughs)
11: hey, hey, Chris. Chris, 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 Chris. Hey. Is Rob doing okay today? Because we about to have a little fun with Rob. Is he doing all right? I'm doing,
14: doing okay great. Today? Uh-oh.
11: What? Uh-oh. Okay. Because, see, see, the thing is, Rob, from my understanding, you've been, you've been eating real good, right? You're eating healthy now and yes. stuff like that, right? You're eating healthy. Good, good, good. Because, see, I got a take for you that, Chris, I think you need to make sure your boy doesn't pass out and get sick when I tell him this. But, Uh-oh. Rob, I got some bad news for you, Rob. What's that? I mean, with, with all the things that's happening with the Warriors and stuff, it looks like your favorite player in the NBA might get that championship,
7: LeBron James. You are you sorry, you, are hoping, you are hoping and praying. I'm going to tell you this. You ready for a hot take, Mike, from sorry. Atlanta? My, high, my <laughs> hot take is that, that the Warriors could beat LeBron James and company without – Uh, Steph Curry. They still could beat LeBron James. Don't tell me. If y'all are all banking on that, and Chris, you know I'm right. They could beat LeBron James and company without Steph Curry. Could. Could. That would actually be a
8: tremendous series. And, again, I hope Steph Curry gets back. Of course we do. But if you had Golden State, no Steph against LeBron, that would be a great series. That might even tell us who's the best player in the world now. All right, the Odd Couple
7: continues on Fox Sports Radio. Indeed, the final hour on this debut Sunday. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, it is the Odd Couple. And so much to talk about, Chris, in the uh, final hour of the program. I am telling you,
8: I'm looking for, gosh, I'm torn in that Loyola-Michigan semifinal because uh my heart would love to see the Cinderella story and really Loyola go all the way but my daughter goes to Michigan and, and I feel like I got to pull for them you should your daughter right it's her
7: school I, I get that you yeah. do have an allegiance there
8: yeah so so but still I I I think the ideal thing I would love to see this just for the country Loyola over whoever, Kansas or Villanova, in the final. I think it'd just be great for a mid-major to finally win the championship.
7: Yeah, I see you wanted to go there. I'm not sure we're going to get there yet, but uh, it is The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And we want to find out from the uh, listener's Who do they want in the championship out of the Final Four is now set after uh, Kansas beat Duke uh, not too long ago and uh, to be the last team to get into the uh, Final Four. Also, programming note, we were going to have Tracy Morgan on the program, Chris. Some scheduling stuff kind of happened, so uh, I don't think he's going to be able to squeeze in in this final hour, so hopefully we'll get him the next Sunday or sometime in the future where he'll talk about his new television show on TBS – and uh, some NBA stuff. So, uh, unfortunately, he could not make it, and uh, also um, we'll get there. So, I was looking forward to some laughs. Yeah, because, you know, he's a funny guy, oh, and man. we love Tracy Morgan. Uh, telephone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, and uh, also we uh, want to welcome in uh, Bobo, our engineer, and uh, Steve DeSager on the updates in this uh, final hour of the program.
8: Bobo. How you how you liking the uh the the intro, man?
1: I like that intro, man. I like that a lot. And
8: see, I trust Bobo's musical taste, so uh, I I I'm I had to get the opinion of him. But on... you
7: like it? You, you I did like, like it. it, right? I like it, but he's a younger, you know, no more hip and younger uh, yeah, and all that. Yeah, I I think he, the, he. I think the only thing I
5: would change is maybe the bed, the bed a little bit. Probably go a little something more up. See,
8: I don't even know what the bed music is. Bed, what is, is that that bed? What the music bed is talking about. The music
5: bed. The music bed that you guys had. I think it was an actual I couples bed. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah.
8: I would... I, well, I, I suggested putting like a hip hop beat behind that. We yeah. said we might do like a, a second version. Track. We might yeah. do something. But so that would be a good mix. You know, Rob likes the, the old school TV sitcom theme. Yes. And I like hip hop, so I think that'd be a good mix of it.
5: Yeah, I mean, you get what, three three hour shows, so you get three different versions. Right. Yeah. We could do that. We could have one. You mix
8: hour. it up. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All so, right.
7: But nah, overall it's great. You did it a great is. job, right? Thank you yeah, buddy. I like it. They did a great job on that one. They really did. Production was outstanding with the big voice. Uh eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We got a few calls. And and if you want to join in and, and Chris, first give me your take on uh like you you were saying that you would love to see Loyola get there and and win. And win. But do you really believe that they're going to? No,
8: I would not pick them. I, I, I mean, I feel good about my pick of Villanova or I think Michigan. I mean, I've said from the beginning as well that watching them, the way they played at the end of the regular season, they just looked like a team that had the maturity, the poise, the shooting uh, to really, you know – maybe do something
7: big in the tournament. And, and also so their think defense, think they got a good though, chance. Chris, yeah, They've been playing great defense. People I talked to yep. back in Michigan who really follow the team, they say the defense has just been great, and that's why they're on the threshold of a chance at winning a championship. Yeah,
8: I think they got a good chance. So, no, I wouldn't pick Loyola to even advance at this point. But at this point, I mean, who's to say that anything can't happen? I mean, we have seen – some tremendous upsets. I don't know how it ranks compared to, you know, tournaments of the past, but it certainly seems like we've seen more upsets than we have in the past. And uh, so I'm not going to write off Loyola for, for sure. I'm going to give them a shot.
7: And earlier in the program, we had a former Georgia Tech basketball coach, Paul Hewitt, who said that uh, Loyola, he didn't count them out.
10: No, he, he can't thought, at he, this
7: point. Right, he says the way that they shoot threes and, and the way – that they've played, that they're viable, and that he was not going to just poo-poo them or think that they can't win, and maybe this will be the time. So uh, we got a few calls we're going to get to. If you want to chime in with who do you want to see in the championship and who's going to win now that the Final Four set, we'd love to hear from you. Let's go to uh, Bernie in Vegas. You're on The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Mazeltoff.
4: Welcome to your new show, and Chris, welcome to you as well. Thank you, Bart. Thank
1: you. It's going
4: to be a terrific listen, and uh, I want to take quick umbrage with Bill Plaschke. It's a $10 billion industry. 78 million people attended games last year. I think baseball is just fine, but real quickly on topic, I actually had Michigan winning the whole thing in my bracket over Villanova. Down the stretch, they were 9-3 and three in Big Ten play, won yep. four straight in the tournament. This is a team that gets stops and makes baskets. And by the way, in conference play in the Big Ten, which isn't easy, they out-rebounded their opponents by an average of nine per game. I think they're going to be
5: a bit too much for Loyola, but what a great season. What a great story.
7: There you go. Hey, Bernie, no,
8: I, always let, doing it. Let, let me ask Bernie, because Bernie, look. I, 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 uh, Bernie We gone. lost him. Yeah, we lost. I, I wanted to ask him about the baseball, man. I, I you know, you, you guys we're gonna, are we're a little gonna,
7: sensitive. Yes, we are. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get into that. I, we're going to talk about you it. You jumped all over my man, Plus you don't, know, Bill and I he covered baseball facts. together.
8: He brought facts, we'll man. Get we'll there. get into it. We'll we get will. into it. I don't think you want any, but
7: no, I do. We'll get, we'll definitely get there. How about, uh, Ch- uh, Jamie in Kentucky? You're on, hey. on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Jamie?
15: Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. I just listened to your radio show for the first time, man. I just like it. I, uh, y'all done a great job. I'm going to listen. So Thank I'll be, you. I'll be a,
8: Thank yeah. you, Jamie.
15: Uh, I'm, uh, anyway, I'm a Big Blue Nation member. Uh, I believe Blue, and you've seen what happened to us. We choked again. Um, of course, Kentucky's turned into a platform for a springboard to the NBA. Uh, the players, I think, on our team is now – paying more attention to the name on the back of the jersey than having more respect for the name on the front. So, having said that and being uh, all salty about us getting kicked out, I think Michigan's going to win it all, but I absolutely want Loyola. I mean, who don't want that Cinderella? I mean, it's unbelievable what they've done already.
8: You don't want Loyola? No, you do. No, I I do. do. That's who I want to win, yeah. That'd be a great story. No, I agree with that.
7: It's been been a great run, uh, and – I, I don't think that it's a fluke. I mean, I th- I don't. I think that they are really good and they play well and they have up until this point. Now, unless they just totally get cold feet on the stage, which I'm I'm I don't I, think right. I don't, they think, will. Right, if I, they I don't at this point. Right. Yeah. I
8: yeah. mean, look, I think in addition to the one and done, I think the three-point line has changed stuff too and it's given these teams a shot cuz anybody with competent shooters can get hot from 3. If you catch fire, yeah, you can pull off a big upset.
15: Absolutely, and you know I think that they have, like you said, they're tested, man. This ain't no fluke. They're a good team. They got a great backcourt, and the front court ain't soft either. I mean, their backcourt ain't soft. They got a great front court, but I think that they got the tools to do it. I I think the whole nervousness is well washed off by now. I just hope that that um, that inner that, that that magic, you know, that comes with the NCAA with this team goes with them because they they're going to need they're going to need a little something with them to beat Michigan. I just tell you because that Michigan team is hey they're for real, but hey you guys listen. I just want to hear one comment that probably cut me off. What you guys think about Kentucky and their future?
7: Have a nice day, all guys. Right. Appreciate it, Jamie. Thanks for calling.
8: It'll, it's interesting because I think all of college basketball, but particularly Kentucky because they've taken advantage of this better than anybody, it really all depends on what the NBA does with the one and done. And I think that everything is looking like – the momentum is that it's go- the NBA is going to get rid of the one and done.
7: It should I, though. I always yeah, blame the should've. players, man. They never should have agreed to that. Uh, and David Stern, if you remember, the original one was uh you had to you had to come in uh at 20, if you remember. That was what he wanted at first. That, and then that- they
8: they they made that the rule for a little while for the D League, which was ridiculous because the high school kids that came out but weren't good enough for the NBA couldn't go to the D League. So I, look, I agree. We talked to Paul Hewitt earlier. I think he brought up some great points. Like, kids shouldn't even have to declare. If if the NBA sees a guy in as that just graduated from high school or that's a freshman in college, and they think he's good enough, they can just pick him, and then he can you know he can go to the NBA.
7: But if they don't think he's good enough, they don't pick him. He stays in college. Uh, and and, the, and also uh, Jamie asked us about uh, Kentucky. I'm I'm of the belief now that um, Kyler Perry and everything down there with the one championship with all the great players that have come through his thing, I think it's been a bust. I don't I – don't, uh, Ho, 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 bust? I think it's been a bust. Come
8: on. They've, let me you tell you You don't remember where Kentucky I don't had care. fallen. Now, well, I know Tubby w- Smith got, got him a
7: ring, but T- – T- Tubby, Tubby Smith won just Tubby, as many – But he won as many championships as Calipari's won. But it's not just—they are a contender. They, they don't are win, a though. factor
8: every year. Look, I—I I give you that. I think Calipari's game coaching leaves a lot to be desired. Dude, it's a bus down there. But what have they say done it's to a win? Bus. They won come one on.
7: championship with all but those players. Rob,
8: Rob, they—what you want? especially in college basketball, but this is even what you want in the NBA, but in college basketball you want to be a factor and one of those handful of teams that every year has a shot to win a title. Kentucky's Kentucky been that. a bust. Kentucky is that. Every year they are in the hunt and in a one-and-done situation, one game and you're out, one
7: loss and you're out. You can't blame. But they should have won more championships.
8: I, even, I agree. Even
7: here, everybody, went – when what did Kyle Perry say before they they lost the other night? He was talking about everybody saying how Kentucky, uh, it's easy, the easiest path to the to the Final Four, and it's laid out for them, and they got it right there laying. And he you know he he kind of gave himself an out that people shouldn't drink the poison and all that other stuff. So that the kids, when they lose, he could say, See, I told you, but it was an easy path for them and they couldn't win and move on. Kentucky should have won more, is all I'm saying, Chris, uh, to this point with all the great players who have come. Tubby Smith won that, as many but championships as. You can't say bust.
8: That can... You can't say bust. Come all on. All
7: right, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about more about the NCAA and we're going to move to the NBA with uh, injuries and, and Steph Curry maybe not playing in the first round, how that's going to affect Golden State. We'll Not do maybe. that. He definitely. won't. Right, definitely. We'll do that and much more. It's the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, Chris Broussard, our telephone number 877 99 on Fox. And you got to get the Hooters to try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all that taste and half the calories, you could eat twice as many. It's Hooters, Chris Broussard. Absolutely. And you got some NBA stuff with Steph Curry and injuries and what's going open and what's going on. And people are thinking that LeBron James has a clear path to a finals championship because the Warriors are broken up and beat down.
8: What's going on, Chris, with that? Well, uh, Steve Kerr said before the Warriors game tonight, obviously he meets with the media before each game, he said there's no chance that Steph will play in the first round of the playoffs. Do
7: they need him? Well,
8: they should win without him. I think we're going to really see uh, a lot about Kevin Durant. We already saw a lot
7: about Kevin Durant last year, didn't we?
8: We did, but we didn't see him do it without Steph. Steph is the key to that offense. I've said it many times. Kevin Durant is the best player on the Warriors but Steph Curry's their most important player.
7: I think they you can see, win a championship without Steph Curry. They
8: they have a ch- I don't I don't think they can. Now, if they get to the finals, you'd have to give them a chance, but if they don't have Steph or even a 95% Steph. Cuz I think Houston I think Houston would beat them and if they get if they get by Houston, I think Golden State Cleveland would be a mammoth of a series and I think it be it might be Let's see who's better, LeBron James or Kevin Durant. But I think LeBron is clearly better. He does more on the court than Durant, but this would be Durant's chance to shine. Look, he he outdid LeBron in the finals last year, but he had Steph Curry.
7: Yeah, but, he, but he also... Second or third best player in the league. There's no doubt about that, but he also did his thing and made shots in front of LeBron. I mean, he out-LeBron LeBron. He was big time and it was overkill. That's why it was a five game sweep. And even though LeBron had a triple I don't double, know what, a, what is a five game? That means sweep?
8: that means where does that does that, that mean, exist? Is
7: that in the yes, dictionary? You know what that is, it, is. That
8: means isn't that, that an oxymoron? Out. I think I'm using that word right.
7: It, it was that. It was that. <laughs> LeBron won a game, but it really didn't matter. It was really like it was all over. It was it. It, it didn't really matter. So are there six game sweeps? No, that was a five game. It's close. Well, I'm, I'm asking when the team's
8: down three. Let's say a team's down three zero. And they win the next two. Is that a six game? And then they lose game six. Is that remember that happened with Jordan and I think Seattle? In uh yeah. was that ninety six? Something like that. Uh yeah, he was up 3 0 on Seattle, Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, and they won the next two. But no, you know, you right. knew it was over. You knew it was over anyway. So I, I I get that. But look, I think and I hope Steph can get back soon. But this is why – here's what I'll say about LeBron. Does he have an easy path to the finals and to a championship? No. I think they should win the East going away. Boston, Kyrie Irving's future this season is in flux three to six weeks. He's supposed to be out. I mean, Boston's no guarantee to win in the first round. You know, so that – you know, Toronto's there, but LeBron owns them. So he'll win the East – and then you get to the finals, it could be against if it's not against Golden State, you have to like your chances if you're LeBron, even if it's Houston because they've never done it on that stage. And this my point is this. Er, there's been this narrative that LeBron doesn't think he can win a title this year. He knows he can't beat Golden State this year. So he in his in his quest to be the GOAT He's trying to put up all these individual numbers and working on the longevity to get people to look at that. You know, his longevity, his ability to be dominant in his 15th year versus Michael Jordan rather than the championships. I say this. First of all, you and I agree. The only way LeBron can even hope to to catch Jordan or get right there with Jordan is to win more titles.
7: Absolutely. That other stuff – People aren't going to buy into that.
8: No, and here's the thing. If you're the best player in the world, this is precisely what we're seeing, the injuries, not just the staff, but the rest of the Warriors. This is why you never concede. You never say we can't win it this year. If you're that good, if you got a good cast around you and you're a contender, you never know what can happen. We've seen it time and time again. Injuries determining things in the finals. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love are hurt in the Warriors' first championship. Isaiah Thomas is banged up with the bad ankle in Magic's last, Magic Johnson's last championship. Byron Scott and James Worthy banged up in Michael Jordan's first championship. So you just get there and you give it your best and you never know what breaks you might catch to enable you to win a title. So if I'm LeBron – I'm looking and I'm saying, you know what? We can get this. Even if the Warriors are healthy, they may not be 100%. We can get this. I hope that is his mentality because that's the mentality that somebody in the
7: GOAT conversation should have. I, I get it. But also the idea or the notion that people are just thinking that, uh, you know, the injuries are going to open the door. I just think there's a long way to go. And when you play these series, it's not a, if it's one and done, it's totally different than trying to beat those guys four out of seven. It's so difficult. That's why no matter what the trades and what was going on in the East, I always had LeBron coming out of the East because of trying to beat him four out of seven times. It's so difficult when you have players. And the same thing, I'll believe Golden State won't win a championship when they don't win it because they just have so much talent. And those guys will finally you know, in some time, but you know they get- they play much differently without Steph. No, I get it. Their but,
8: pace is much, but they have pace so is much, much of the talent though. in the league but They have a lot Steph. of talent, even but without Steph. But that talent, Steph. that talent's there when Steph's not playing. Like they're thirteen and eight without Steph. That's with Durant, Clay, and Draymond.
7: Yeah, but it's the regular season. It's not the same as as meaning you, you, the comp's not is play- good. No, but you're not also not playing back to backs. You're not playing the games. Really, don't matter. I'm just saying, like right now, Rob, right
8: now, if it ended today, Golden State would face Minnesota with, uh, supposedly, he'll be back, a healthy Jimmy Butler in the first round of the playoffs without Steph. Think about that. That's not an easy
7: chore. But what? But who would I pick? I would pick Golden State.
8: I'd pick Golden State, but I I'm wouldn't not be saying sh- it's a cakewalk. I mean, I'm not saying and it's a what cakewalk. If you, I mean San Antonio. They're so close. It could be San Antonio. Who knows if they'll have Kawhi Leonard back? But if they do, that's a tough one. If if New Orleans falls, I mean it's so close right now in the West that they could they could have a tough matchup. In that first round. I'm telling you, man. All right. Well, you you well, need we'll to revisit. start considering we'll, it could be somebody
7: else. We'll revisit this when the uh, Cavaliers and Warriors make it to the NBA Finals again. <laughs> All right. We'll recover. We'll remember that. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. We got a f- couple of phone calls we want to uh, get in before we get to Steve DeSager and an update on what's happening around uh, Chris in Kentucky. You're on The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Chris?
15: Hey, what's up, guys? My cousin was just actually on earlier, man. I, I thanks for taking my call. We're gonna be avid listeners now. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Thank you. and listen, just I'm gonna to touch on a couple of things because I know you, you you're busy. I, I know I just got a couple of minutes, but first of all, RJ talking earlier. Listen, you both had, had, had great comments, but Kentucky is a bus. Well, I'm a big blue nation, uh, blue, blue bleeding Kentucky, but we we expect championships. I mean, with the talent he's had, Calipari. Yes! With the talent he's had, he should have won in ten. Look, more cousins. Two thousand fifteen, we go thirty eight. No, that team with they, they was even talking that that team could have beaten like the Atlanta Hawks or something that year. I mean no, look, no. we should
7: he should have at least three He should have at least three championships. There's yes. no doubt about it, Chris. Right. He's been a bust at Kentucky. No, see right.
8: I'll get look, it's, I'll get here at caller. Thanks, Chris, I'll say thanks.
7: this. I I'll say this. Go ahead.
8: And I agree. He has left I thought he left the championship with, with Memphis. When uh, the, Kansas hit that you know that three pointer, at, yep. the, with Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose year, and uh, they lost that. So I I agree that his game coaching leaves something to be desired. But my point is this: without Calipari, they don't have all of that talent. No, I that understand that. they're getting that. year after year. So so to, my my contention is just with the term "bust." Okay. Because we remember, you know, we we growing up, Joe B. Hall and. Kentucky had a great program, and then they fell off. Tubby brought him back, won a title, but then they kind of fell off again. And, you know, Calipari's brought him back where every year they're in the hunt. That's all I'm saying. So to say bust, if you want to say disappointing results, they haven't maximized their talent, I'm in agreement with that. All right, Bust is a little strong for me.
7: Charles in Chapel Hill, he's got a Calipari comment. You're on The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Charles?
12: Hey, thanks, Rob. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Good, good. Thanks for calling. Okay, I, I appreciate it. So I got a little different spin on the Kentucky, and I live in Chapel Hill, so I'm at a distance, okay? I'm not homegrown out there. But uh, here's my take on it. You know, I've heard Calipari say, and, uh, you know, when the players come in and he recruits them, if you make so much money, I want you to give $1 million to your charity of choice. Okay, who doesn't love that? Everybody loves that, right? Then he also says, hey, this is Opportunity University. Come here, and your chances are 85%. You're going to make a lot of money, and you're going to the NBA. Well, you have those people out there. Hey, we want you to be a student athlete. We want you to get your college degree, and we want you to respect the institution. So you got that side that is not going to move from their perspective, and they've got a legitimate argument. At the same time, you know, there's also an argument of take care of yourself, et cetera, et cetera. So, in a way, I don't see him as a bust in helping young athletes.
7: All right. Hey, Charles, we appreciate the comment. You side with uh, Chris Broussard, which is all good. Uh, We're going to take some more phone calls. We're also going to talk about the Major League Baseball season coming up. Uh, before we end the show, the season starts on Thursday, but first we're going to get caught up with Mr. Steve DeSager. Who joins the odd couple with an update and what's trending? Steve, what's happening?
3: Hello, Oscar. Hello, Felix. Welcome go. to the new show. <laughs> Loving happening? the name. It's Kansas <laughs> in overtime advancing to the final four. Villanova also a one seed advances to the final four. So, guys, the priest on the Villanova bench is also gonna be in San Antonio next weekend. Not only Sister Jean from Loyola, Chicago. In fact, Reverend Rob, Father Rob, he's also called, says, I very much look forward to meeting her. I had twelve years of Catholic school. Taught by nuns, great respect for nuns. Apparently, one school is Jesuit, one is Augustinian. I don't know my orders, but I looked up the enrollment. Villanova, even including the grad students, under eleven thousand enrollment. Wow. Loyola Chicago, sixteen thousand. Tuition at each is like forty to fifty thousand per year. Wow. So That's don't a- don't let anyone tell you with a straight face these college basketball players don't get anything. If you want to talk about they need a stipend, they need all the money from their likenesses, all of that. Absolutely. Just don't insult us and say they don't get anything. If someone's trying to hand you a private school education, you don't make use of it. Eh, that's on you. But Villanova, a one seed is into the Final Four. Kansas, a one seed is into the Final Four. So after all the craziness we've had in uh, in this tournament, that's what happened today Kansas eliminated Duke in overtime 85 81 Marvin Bagley had 16 points 10 rebounds in the loss the East region final went to Villanova over Texas Tech 71 59 those two teams from three-point range went nine for 44 combined right now in the NBA mid-third quarter trailblazers leading at Oklahoma City 67 64 and just ending the first quarter at Houston Rockets are winning again 33 20 over the Hawks if Houston wins tonight their record will will be 60-14. and 14. Boston won its 50th game of the year, handing Sacramento a 50th loss in Northern California. That's a final now, 104-93. Clippers in New York, each one on the road. Milwaukee edged San Antonio. Indiana clinched a playoff spot with an overtime win against Miami. Cleveland won earlier today at Brooklyn. The Phillies gave rookie infielder Scott Kingery a six-year contract and he just made the team for the first time after batting 393 in spring training. Cardinals pitcher adam wainwright will start the season on the dl with a bad hamstring and st louis closer luke gregerson is also on the disabled list with a bad hamstring major league baseball opening day is this thursday it's march 29th this year and all 30 teams will be in action back steve, to you steve will you be at dodger
7: stadium with me and plaski on thursday <laughs> i
3: had plans and i've been called
7: to work here
8: what? thursday afternoon
3: so i don't no! know if i'm gonna make it in the fourth inning late or what i haven't decided yet
8: that. Rob, we—I'll go with you to a game this year. We'll do more that and, more than one game, yeah. just like last year. Well, we went Steve, last year. You that was last a heck. Year? Yeah, that was that was a heck of an update. You worked every. I mean, you worked in everything, including a little commentary. Very little nice column on yes. the NCAA. In I there. loved it. The updates are part of the show now. My man, you worked it in. But uh, yeah, we'll hit some some Dodgers games this year. Right? Don't uh, don't
3: expect him to buy a Dodger dog for you though. That's right. I have my oh, no, sources. I know. I know no, I know I'm not that. buying that. <laughs> Actually, I think what somebody once said is. I think the quote from you, Rob, was, I ain't paying for that. I ain't paying for that. <laughs> you know it. That is. That sounds that was a like good me. impression. It was
7: I did. pretty good, Steve. I did. Appreciate it. It is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, uh 99 on Fox. A couple more phone calls talking about uh, the uh, Final Four, which is set. Now that uh, Kansas uh, defeated Duke in the uh, final game uh, today to uh, uh, complete the Final Four. And who do who do you want to see in the championship game as we head to the final four? What about the Joe in Kansas? Let me guess who you hope to uh, get in the championship game. What's up, Joe? You're on the couple. What's up, guys? All I gotta say is, how about them Jayhawks? You know, the big guy
15: goes down in foul trouble, but they still fight and scrap and claw. Is that your Kansas? This ain't this ain't Paul Pierce walking through. This is a tough. Gritty team that I think a lot of people wrote off because they play in the toughest conference in the country. Everybody wants to talk about the ACC. Everybody wants to talk about Duke and Carolina and Virginia. I'm sorry, but week in and week out, these guys bat- had to battle, because the bottom of the Big 12 could be- would be the third or fourth best team made in any other conference. Slow so, down, I'm-
14: brother. Slow down. I'm, I'm,
15: no, no, seriously. <laughs> come on down. now. you got, you got to agree with me. The, 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 Iowa State was giving people a run for their money, and they're the worst team in the conference this year. How does Oklahoma you right look? I, I hope. I hope. It's KU if it's KU or Michigan great. I don't care who it is because these guys are going to fight their way to a national title this year, I
7: believe. And Joe, we appreciate the call. Thanks for calling, and Chris, don't forget Grayson Allen's uh that ball almost went down. How how close was that that they almost lost yeah. at the buzzer, yep. right?
8: Yep, that's right. That's right. But you know, like one of the callers said, mid-range, you know, I'm not this is an overstatement, but if he had worked on his mid-range game. Oh, look at game. you. Look at you.
7: <laughs> kicking a poor man Maybe when he's down. He would have made that. That, right? that, right? But it looked like It'll it was going down. It looked like yeah. it was going down. Yeah. No, it
8: was, uh, it was a good good shot and uh, just in and out. And that saved Kansas. And they took advantage of him. Give him credit. I, I do think they have a great shot to win it all. Obviously, they got a tough semifinal matchup. I think Villanova, in my view, is the class of the tournament. But we'll see. They,
7: uh, they're uh, they going to have their work cut out for them. No doubt. Hey, James in West Virginia, you're on uh, The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. What's up?
12: Oh, not a whole lot, guys. Hey, listen,
0: congratulations on landing your own gig. This is awesome, man. I, I enjoyed listening to you on other shows, uh, giving your takes. And it's nice to have uh, fans that uh, represent uh, us fans on the radio giving your all takes. And I totally agree with just about everything you say.
7: Well, thank first, you. Thank you, guys. First,
0: you're very welcome. First things first, uh, I was watching the Loyola game the other night, and uh, after the game was over with, one of the uh, uh, people in the studio there stated that uh, it's going to be wonderful that they're in all this, whether they win the championship or not. The fact is that they're a mid-level conference. Like, there's kids that will probably never get to go to Michigan. There's probably kids that never going to get to go to West Virginia, Kentucky, any of those teams. But the fact is, it's going to show that if you work hard and you believe in your craft and you do what you're supposed to do, where all of our coaches as little kids all the way up to the ranks, if you do your thing and and, 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 and practice your fundamentals and do the best you can, no matter where you land, there's always a chance that there's going to be a possibility that you're going to be the Cinderella story. That's why I'm rooting for uh, Loyola. Uh, and as far as that goes, I believe it's going to be Loyola in Kansas. That's what I would like to see. And ultimately, I'd like to see Loyola win it. Wow. Uh, As far as and just something to be good for the game. I mean, you know, yeah, we have all these regular teams that we see year in year out getting there, and I don't think it's going to hurt anybody at all if if a mid, you know, major school gets in there and wins it all, because it's going to make us all remember that hey, this is a game, and at any time, and if you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to stand a chance of. Pulling off the upset and
14: winning the
0: championship. All right. Hey, James,
7: thanks so much for the phone call. We appreciate it. What about uh, Enrique in on Long Island? You're on Fox Sports Radio. We got the Odd Couple. What's up?
10: Hey, Odd Couple. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing
7: great. Doing great. Pretty, pretty great.
10: good. Pretty good. I like Michigan to go far and win the whole tournament because they got Rock, Muhammad Ali Rockman and they, they're going to rise to the occasion. And I just want to say this. Krzyzewski got out coached today. Newman and Hick and Vic kept on hitting those three-pointers from the corners, and Krzyzewski kept on going zone one three one, and that's acceptable to the corner jump shot. But Chishevsky got very much outcoached, and, uh, and I like Grayson Allen, and uh, Bagley's going to be a number a lottery ticket, and maybe next year Duke could do it.
7: <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot for the call, weekend We appreciate it.
8: Yes, yes. Look, Krzyzewski has fallen in love with that zone. Uh, he he got some of the principles from Jim Beheim and their time together at USA Basketball, and he stuck with it. But, uh, yeah, maybe it cost him the day, or
7: apparently it did. Yeah. I mean, no denying those those shots were there, right, for them to take, and they made them. Yep, yep, yep. So, All right, coming up next, we are going to talk Major League Baseball this season. Let's just talk about We're not going to debate the whole thing where the game is, Chris. Let's just talk about the start now of the I season. Yeah, I'm going to do that because we do <laughs> not going to have a lot of time, first of all. And number two, the one thing I do want to say, and maybe you'll agree with this one thing, is that the New York Yankees will be must-see TV this coming season. I do agree with that. We'll talk about that, Judge that. Stanton, all that. And I think when the Yankees are good, it's good for Major League Baseball. It is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio Hit us up. It's The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker on your Sunday evening. Our debut show, Chris Broussard. So much going on today with the NCAA, the Final Four set. NBA news, Steph Curry not going to play in the first round of the uh, NBA playoffs. And then, Chris, on Thursday... The first time ever all 30 baseball teams will play opening day on the same day. It's never happened before. So it's a new tradition in baseball. Everybody playing. And I'm so excited for uh, opening day. I'll be at Dodger Stadium Dodgers and Giants for the opener there. And uh, there's so much to go. And and just for you, just for you, are you ready? Here's some baseball sound that we'll hear all year long coming from the
2: Bronx. Here's the one, too. Swung high! There goes the deep left. That ball is high, nudis far. It is gone off the scoreboard. Wow! John Carlo getting a Stanton
7: ovation. It's a two-run home run, a Stantonian home run,
1: and the Yankees take a five-three lead.
7: And that's uh, John Sterling, courtesy of WFAN. Did you hear that he's getting a Stanton? Ovation <laughs> Stantonian,
8: but <laughs> look, I, I hope you're right. I mean, I, I think I agree that when the Yankees are great, it's good for baseball. You know, Bill Plaskett was talking about a regional sport, but the Yankees, you know, they're one of those national teams, they're like the Cowboys, and yes, you know, like and the, the Lakers. and the Lakers, and, yeah, there's yeah, certain so, teams, yep. And, I, I'm and, gonna I mean, say with this, Judge. I just hope if Judge and Stanton deliver. Oh, my, it's going to be a heck of a show. The
7: Yankees will essentially be must-see TV. See, I, I agree. I really think they will out-homer. The last t- time there were teammates that had 50 home runs in the season was Marison Mantle. So if these guys put up the numbers that we saw last year, especially, Chris, in that ballpark, yeah. I, I believe the Yankees will be must-see, must-see TV people will want to watch but it's not just the Yankees the the thing that's different about baseball right now is that all of the a lot of the major markets have really good teams so when I talk about the Dodgers and the Cubs and the Nationals uh, and the Yankees and ball and the Red Sox and uh, Houston and the Angels have Otani that people are really interested in seeing when you look at some of these big markets and teams, I think that that's going to have a very, very good effect on the game as a whole where where people are interested in the numbers and the TV ratings are up. I, I expect a really big year for Major League Baseball. I do.
8: Well, if the best players deliver, if the name players deliver, then I think you'll definitely have that. You failed to mention Washington. You I, said, know, with I the said, Nationals, oh, you right. Said, I, I did yeah, say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I agree. And look. Again, Plaschke bringing up the regional sport. When you have the big, huge markets delivering and their teams are in the hunt, that's when you bring it back to being a national sport.
7: And and, And you've
8: got some personalities that you can rally around. You know, Aaron Judge and Bryce Harper. No no doubt about it. Yeah, it it could be. I hope so. Well, let me say this.
7: How about this? And and we got a long way to go. Like I said, the season starts on Thursday. But I'm gonna give you my a, a sneak preview of who I think is gonna make it to the World Series. How about a Yankees Cubs World Series? Oh, it'd be fantastic. And those are teams. <laughs> I'm just saying, on that scale, those two teams, even ha-
8: Yankees Dodgers. Yeah,
7: last year I thought it was great. gonna be the Yankees Dodgers. Of course, yeah. the Astros won. And the, uh, it was a great series and did really well. Uh, Astros winning uh, their first World Series. But there's a lot of good players and good things to look at. And I think um, I'm, I'm really, really anticipating and looking forward. You know me already. You know I love the game. I go all the time. And, Chris, this is no lie. I, I, I watch baseball or at least have it on my TV every single night once the season starts. I, I, at some point, the baseball game will be on my TV. I'm I'm the exception. I get that. But I really Well think you're
8: you're in that 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 age group there you where go. it is what are you baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you're in that geriatric oh, age group where baseball uh, is still king. So I can, get it. No. Look, I, I love baseball. Let, let me ask you about Otani. That's one of the biggest yes. stories this season. Hasn't you, had a great mean, spring training. No, no. Right? what are your thoughts? What, but he I, Struggled at the mound and at the plate. Right.
7: I, I will say I'm still looking forward to see, and they obviously he's gonna make the team and they're gonna give him a chance. Yeah. I, it's a big culture change and you know, you know, there's some struggles. He's really young. He's trying to do something, Chris, that nobody's done in baseball since Babe Ruth. We're talking about the twenties, you know, or yeah. uh yeah. so so no one's tried to do what he's trying to do. They're gonna give him some time. I I don't think all 30 teams could have been wrong. All 30 teams wanted him, you know, and they scouted him. Everybody can't be wrong. So I think that maybe it was a lot of pressure, maybe put too much pressure on himself, you know what I mean, in making the adjustment. I I have to see him be a bust before I believe that he can't do it.
8: Hey, I'm not going to call him a bust because of a bad spring. Because if you you follow him, you know – He's never had great springs, even in Japan.
7: See, there you, you go. Know, he
8: was known for starting slow and kind of working his way and becoming great as the season went on. But I, everybody loved Dice K. Yep. Right? I mean, you, ne- that's, you never know in no, baseball.
7: No, you don't know. You
8: that- never know. I hope he pans out, even if he doesn't pan out as a two-way player, a hitter and a pitcher. I hope he certainly pans out as one. I love to see him be able to do both. Because just like you and I have talked about, Aaron Judge is a great story that baseball should latch on to. If Otani can do it yes. at the plate and on the mound, I mean, that would be a tremendous story for baseball.
7: A- absolutely. And it would breathe life into the Angels and yep. and and uh, get people interested on both coasts. The Dodgers are good. The Yankees are good. Uh, and then you got the teams like the Cubs and different things. So all those storylines and all those players – and a lot of good young players we're talking about. Not not all players washed up at the end, yep. but good young players. And, Chris, all I'm going to say is our first debut show of The Odd Couple, man. So much fun. I'm really looking forward to uh, every Saturday with you.
8: Yeah, I enjoy And it's Sunday. But, it's not uh, Sunday. <laughs> but I enjoyed it, man. It was great. Uh, we were looking forward to it. I think, you know, we met my expectations. Hopefully the fans and listeners enjoyed it. And we're going to get back soon.